bring up to speed? We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. for breakfast right now I'm very hungry hey ma the meatloaf we want it now the meatloaf this is Sparta we're not worthy we're not worthy you're worthy you're worthy get up you want answers I want the truth you can't handle the truth the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist You're tiny, Jesus. Golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawing. He was a man. He had a beard. Friends, rodents, quadrupeds, lend me your ears. Oh! That sound lets you know that it is time for the Varsity Radio Show. And today I got a blast from the past for you up in this studio. I'm so excited about it. To my right. He's always been called the bearded, bald-headed wonder from down under my good friend that's bald. My good friend, Jamison Fowler. Hey there, hi there, ho there, everyone. How you doing? Fantastic, man. So good to have you. So nice to have you with us. Also in the studio, and this has been, we figured it up, it's been like two years. I think so, yeah. Two years, but he served with us for quite a while. We used to call him the red-headed sassy wiggle unicorn. That's a whole story in itself. But we're going to call him the vice president of the SGA at UAH, my good friend Brad Hudson. Hey, it's so good to be back. I'm excited. It's good to have it's you, like man. 2019 all over again. I know. I know. We just <laughs> I miss went <laughs> pre COVID. Look at that. Uh, and then, none of this would happen without the guy that can switch all the boards, do all the cameras, come up with all the fun things. The man who adjusts our levels weekly he is the willy wonka of radio we call him steven spiegel what's up everybody hope you're having a great day we've got a great show lined up we got this girl just graduated gunnersville yes man she's on fire she is she's mm-hmm. gonna do great Jaden watkins is gonna be with us today marshall county mvp yeah good stuff big deal Jaden watkins in the studio will be here in the studio very soon so Hey, but we have a fantastic show planned for you, uh, and we're going to start with something fun. Yeah, and I, I thought this would be great because I figured my good friend, uh, little bloopers, so we're going to talk about it, and I, I picked Jameson's favorite sport, so ah. here we go. These are some bloopers from this past week Bunchy in sports. Ball. Check this out. Grounds crew really got to work, and they did a heck of a job because right now you look at this field, and you wouldn't know that it rained as hard as it did. They drained it. They did a nice job preparing the infield, and uh, we're going to have some baseball. Was it grass or was it a pond? It was a... <laughs> look at this. Look at this. Right back to the pitcher. Double play. How about that? 
All right, I want you to see there's some pause in between you wow. if you can. Right. In the air. All right. Couldn't have happened to a better shortstop. Now, you probably saw that live. So explain know. to the people no, listening what they not. just heard, well, what they I, just saw. I don't watch uh, Trastro's games because... Um, uh, Boy boycott. Yeah. Cheaters. Uh, but anyway... <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, yeah, the pitcher throws the ball back to the second baseman uh, to get to, to turn a double play, and uh, uh, Carlos Correa, <laughs> uh, Carlos Correa's foot was nowhere near uh, the bag. And they called him out. And they called him out because wow. umpires are blonde and the Astros Did cheat. Did that stand? Baseball was there is a I'm sure there was a review, and I'm sure that they called him out, and uh, I'm sure Alex Coro... Well, uh, not Alex Cora. Uh, Carlos Correa. He obviously <laughs> was not out. He obviously was not out. Let's go to the next one. So here we go. Next clip. Video clip. Here you go. Here it goes. <laughs> Wonderful world of soccer. <laughs> Look at that. Olympic. He misses a wide open goal. These I are mean, the world's best athletes right here. This is why I don't watch soccer. Um, All right, you can pause that. These, right. are the, these are supposedly the best athletes in so, the sport in the world. And they totally missed that goal. That was like it was wide open. Nobody on it. Look, if they would shorten the field and put like a clock on this thing, like a real one, not like a, we're uh -huh. here for six hours. You know, this might be an interesting. Sport. And let them substitute because by you know by the seventieth minute. You know, they're world class athletes, but they're out of gas. They're out of gas. They're out of gas. Absolutely. And another thing, let them hit each other. <laughs> Just let them hit each other. So what, this, no, what you're saying, totally what like you're saying is make it American hockey football. without exactly without what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> like, because if like this for for other reasons, this the whole thing where it's like if I fake an injury and that gives me an advantage in your sport. Yeah, your sport is garbage. I'm yes, sorry. That's yes, just how I feel about yes. it. Okay, next step, next clip. Check this out, and we're gonna talk about it. Oh no! Oh, I've seen this. Oh, oh. Uh, that's uh, yeah. Explain what just happened. Uh, like they make a lot of baseball players make this look super easy, especially major leaguers. But finding losing a ball in the sun will happen to the best athlete in the world. That you can't. <laughs> yeah. The sun is undefeated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's even. It's even better. He like turned around and then decided, wait, I need to turn back around, yeah. and it just didn't happen. And then the wall. So, so this is Para. Para runs into the wall trying to catch the ball. It's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah that's all baby so shark. Yeah, the, right the there. Nationals there. Next clip. Robles. Pops up. Oh. oh! What's up with the pop-up bunts today? Explain that one, Brad. Explain just what right, happened. So, so we had um, we had a uh, national square up for a bunt. Get a little pop fly action off the bunt. Third baseman comes up, reaches his gloves out, and it just hits the ground. Yeah, he right missed next it. To, he, it oh, well, hit Justin his glove. Turner. He missed it. Next. Nuts. See what sport? Hockey. This oh, is I'm embarrassing. This too. Oh, the Canadian. Oh. No. Yeah, so Carey Price right there. Uh, but look at it on the slow motion. The Canadian. Off his skate, right? Back of his skate. Look at this. He kicked it in. Yeah. So, so the goalie kicks in. Nick, uh, Nick Suzuki right here makes a terrible little back pass, and then Carey Price has turned completely the wrong direction. He's trying to get back into his correct playing position. Yeah. He can't get there in time, and the puck goes right in off the side of the goal off his skate. He hurts himself. It's nuts. He yeah. kicks it in. Number four. Ground ball right back to Senza. Oh. Oh. Get just one. 
I don't know if he got confused this, because this is rough. This is hard to watch. This is Rocky's baseball in a nutshell. But honestly, like two people fighting for the ball to tag second, that probably hasn't happened to either one of them since Little League. The, you can see, you can check this out. The shortstop and the second baseman are fighting to tag tag the uh, tag the uh, tag guy sliding in, in right, right there, and uh, the wrong one gets the ball. It just basically boiled down to that. Number three. We're going to get this. This is going to be good. I can't wait till you see the last. Oh, no. He just did. <laughs> Scored one ball plus three people. Did they oh, not man. count? So the goal? what happened? Does that not count? I have no idea. He tried to get it out of the goal. Is what happened, oh. Mike. So, so he's so trying he's to outrun it to goals. kick it out of his own goal. And so they're playing soccer. They're trying to kick it out. The goalie is running back to the ball. Neither of them can get to it. Goodness. And it's a score. That's why you don't watch. Y'all, y'all will appreciate this. Is this number two? Number two? Yeah. This number is what two. Is this the Pacific Coast League here? I was about to say this is minor league for sure. Look at this. Nope, that's the first play. <laughs> that's my favorite one. That's uh, my favorite one. I don't know how hard he thought he was running. Wow. But when you start your slide 20 feet off the bag, was, that's he didn't make, what's going right. to happen. He didn't make it to the crease. That he, was hilarious. Yes. So what happens in this clip, if you're listening out there, is is the... Is the, the runner coming into second starts his slide about halfway between the he bag. He misses it like and by then six he comes feet. Up. No, no, that's that's a, that's easily eight to ten <laughs> yeah, feet yeah, off the sure. bag. Yeah, yeah, it's it's sad. And he just walks up and taps him. <laughs> and I, I then the last. I don't think the manager says anything to you when you walk in. He just right. shakes his head like you know you're dumb. <laughs> yeah. Last clip of the week. Last blooper. Up. When in fact he wasn't at all. Look at this. Oh, oh, oh no! Soccer. I love how this announcer is rubbing this in. He's done Brutal. nothing all day. The only, the first action he's going to have is getting the ball out of his own goal. Kicking it in his own Brutal. goal. Yeah, so anyway, those are your sports bloopers of the week brought to you by the people who provided lunch today, the Char Burger. They never have bloopers. Oh, man, they Absolutely never not. mess up. I've never seen a negative. You know what? Somebody was. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you this. Somebody was complaining on their site today about not getting enough food. Do you know how awesome Charburger is? No. They, they don't, said, but they, they should. Said, no, they came back, and Charburger said, okay, come back. We'll give you more. Yeah. Wow. I'm like, come We're on. We're a restaurant, baby. That's come what on. we do. That's the Charburger. <laughs> That's the quality you get at that place. The home of the famous Wildcat Burger, uh, Chicken Fingers, Philly Cheesesteaks, and Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. B&B Video Games. Have y'all... Have you two ever been here? Uh, I haven't at their Albertville location, but back when they were in Gunnersville, oh. uh, I have before. So B&B Video Games is a magical place where you go back to the 80s as you walk in the door. It's a really cool, amazing place where you can pay once, play all day in the back with 50 arcade games. Some of them were featured, literally filmed in Stranger, Stranger Things. Things. Oh, wow. Yes. So, and then there's the Boaz Non Cinema. It's a semi-circle cinema experience. Yes. Right here Special. in Marshall County. Special. It's so nice. It's the Boaz Non-Cinema, and there are some really great movies out there right now. So that's Boaz Non-Cinema. Hey, we're going to take a quick music break, 
and we'll be back here with Pam Chambliss from FCA. Here's Toby Mac, starts with me, featuring Aaron Cole, right here on the Varsity Radio Show. He's like laughing as he's walking up. Oh, he's not laughing. He's not laughing. He's like, I'm going back to A-ball. Yeah. (laughs) I'm talking about the guy that tagged him. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's just like, this is the easiest out I've ever had. I mean, I love how he like runs over and just like consoling him as he's tagging him with his gloves. Hey, man, good try. Good good (laughs) try. I'm so sorry. They're Um, they're paying me 10 grand a year to do this. I got to pay this Better luck next time. They've got to pay those guys more. Like. Like literally, it's like making minimum wage and playing baseball. Like, have you ever been to a trash panda game? It is slammed. Oh yeah, get ready to fly. Trash panda's game is uh, <laughs> a lot of fun. They know what they're doing up there. They create a really good atmosphere. Absolutely, that was fun. Yeah, me and my wife went to one of the first games there. It was amazing. I've sat in one of the suites um, up there. They're super nice, and they like they'll wait on you, and it's all you can eat buffet. So. I just uh-huh. I'll just say I wish I was you that day. There's Dave. Hey! How are you? Good, how are you? Good to see you, girl. Good to see you. That's your salad. Okay. And I don't know if you like Coke, but there's Coke. If you don't, I'll get you water. No, I'm fine. What would you rather have? I'm fine. Okay. This is Jaden. You know Jaden. I know Jaden. I'm Brad. It's nice good to meet, to meet you. you. Jaden's a superstar. <laughs> Brad, I'm, <laughs> I'm not trying Just to knee you there. Okay. Just as long as you. No not, playing like, footsies, you two. You know. You know how <laughs> we be over here. Yeah, I'm in a hap- I'm happily in a relationship. I'm not trying to. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. If I remember right, one of you's engaged, one of you's the close. So anyway. <laughs> so, so I hope. <laughs> anyway, but then Jaden, Jaden's about to go to Freed. Hardman. Reed Hardman. Yeah. You gonna play sports? Uh, volleyball. Volleyball. Yeah. Awesome. She's she's uh better than she's gonna act that she is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, you guys talk. I'm eating. <laughs> well, um, I have to say, when you said you know that experience of being B video games, you go back to the '80s. For me, it would be like going for the first time because uh, I wasn't there. In the 80s? In the 80s. Hey, I was born in the 21st century, so I have no idea what that's like. But that sounds pretty cool. We've got, my parents have some arcade machines in their house. So when I go back there, that's super fun. But uh, I'll have to go check that out. That sounds pretty cool. Mm -hmm. It really is. It's not expensive. Awesome. Mm -hmm. I think this area needs something like that, too. So that's good that it's there. It's, um, it's, like I said, there's 50 games in the back. Oh wow! And he's restored all of them, and so you've got stuff like Pac-Man and Galactica and Centipede. Is there any Centipede there? I'm sure. I'm sure he's got. There are five of them. They're in a row, and they have a sign over them, and they say games that were in Stranger Things. And he tells Neat. a really cool story, and I've talked about it here on the show, but I'll talk about it again. Uh, Greg Glasscock, Jaden is a terrific athlete and a great oh. young lady. We know. So <laughs> we know. Oh man, the Mets are the Mets are. Are you watching the the game? No. But anyway, uh, so he's telling me this. One of the coolest things about the B and B video games is the owner of the store, huh? And he has been a extra in The Walking Dead. 
He, have you ever seen Pixels with Adam Sandler yes, and everything? Yes, and uh, oh, what's you know, this, Kevin King, James, the King Kong game in there. Mm-hmm. That's his game. Wow. So what happened is he tells this story of he tells the story of taking that game to California while they were recording Pixels, and so as he walks there, Adam Sandler is so impressed that he flew with this machine that he said I can't thank you enough for give it, like bringing this machine and letting us rent it from you wow like so there's got to be something I can do for you extra and he's like no you know it's just awesome to be on the set and meet you and everything he said well let me do something so he signs the side of the machine Adam Sandler wow there's a guy there watching and that guy as soon as Adam Sandler walks away, he says, I will give you $10,000 for that machine right now. Wow. And he sold it. I definitely would, too. <laughs> you know. Do you think that was kind of a power move by Adam Sandler, though? To and, be like, yeah. I really want this machine, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to sign it. It's got my name on it, so the guy's probably going to be more than likely to just sell it to me. <laughs> but All right. is it write his name on it and claim it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Power move. I just think that's really cool. And he's uh, he hung out with the parents of the Stranger Thing cast while they were filming. Huh. You know, because they That's were using cool. his game. They did it. They've used his games twice. Oh, yeah. All of them probably had to be driven to the studio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So he was hanging out with their parents. It's really cool stuff. So, is that good? I told you. That's <laughs> coming out. Let's see. With season... a mouthful of lettuce, can you <laughs> explain <know>. to us <laughs> exactly explain how Explain to us how that is. lettuce to <laughs> It's like that poor kid that we made sing into water. That was not a poor thing. That was a genius move. No, I said poor, was... <laughs> poor kid, but really cool thing. Really cool move. <laughs> he said he could sing underwater. I had to see. <laughs> and then he sang into water here, so he can add that to the resume made, as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, there's going to be some college that looks out of it. We picked you because uh, you can sing into water. Yes, it's a deal. Uh, deal breaker. We like well-rounded people, and we co- saw that you can sing in the yeah. water. That's a big deal to us. Probably also the kind of college that, you know, like, has a mail-order course, and they believe in healing crystals and other things like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. It got him a scholarship, Jameson. Quit paying scholarship. Uh, scholarship, mama. Yeah. <laughs> wonder what the admissions committee there is like. It doesn't matter that it's Hogwarts. Leave me alone. <laughs> World-class Quidditch athletes. Yes, oh, yes. man. It's a thing. It's Goodness a thing. gracious. <laughs> How's Jaden's day been? It's been really good. Really good. Just waiting on it. I wasn't nervous till I got here. Now I'm a little nervous. No, don't be <laughs> nervous. Jaden, you know at least two of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I don't just, know if you know him, but... you just talking about yourself. In case yeah. you don't, that's Steven. Mm-hmm. This is Steven. It's time for the FCA Moment of the Week. And that sound lets you know that the wonderful, amazing, incredible Pam Chambliss is Pam Chambliss. Pam! How are y'all doing? Well, we get to talk to you, so we're about a 90 out of 100, so. Wow, wow. You know. You're pretty fantastic, Pam. Oh, I don't know about that. Some would say Pam-tastic. Pam-tastic. Oh, don't start it. Don't start it. <laughs> oh, it's already been started. <laughs> we have commenced. It's, it's a t-shirt. <laughs> we are knee-deep uh, in brother, these waters, friend. Can, 
Brother Ken can go on for days with my Pam, you know, Amster Pam, and, you know, all sorts of things. Pam G's, Pamaroni, goes on and on. <laughs> so don't even start it. Uh, well, oh, Pam, goodness. tell us what's going on in the wonderful world of Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Woo! Well, we're taking a breath right now. We just finished up our fourth um, power camp, our sports camps that we do for kids ages 7 to 13. So we had, um, you know, with COVID numbers, we limited the numbers. So 850 or so uh, campers attend the four different camps. It was an amazing time, um, lots of fun. And now we're gearing up for our camp that we're going to do for middle school and high school. And I'm sure you've already heard about it. Yeah. 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 And you've been... So, Are you camped out yet, Pam? Are you ready to go again? <laughs> I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I love um, our power leadership camp. It's uh, a lot of our huddle leaders that work our sports camps then get to be campers, and it's just a powerful weekend equipping and empowering students to go and be leaders on their campus, and let's pray that kids are back on campus this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Power yeah. camp Pam here. Power, power camp, camp Pam. <laughs> Pam. <laughs> Uh, hey, I but, bet uh, you if you sold those shirts, people would buy them. Like, I would buy them. They'd be like, who's Pam-tastic. Pam-tastic. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So. We probably make a little buck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Proceeds go to the Varsity Radio Show. Anyways. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> anyway, we trademarked it. Uh, so, PLT, tell us about that and how people can join in and be part of it. Yeah. Well, just heads up, we've uh, we've set the deadline to register. It's going to be Monday at noon. That's August 2nd. It's coming Monday. And um, so they can go to our website, which is NorthAlabamaSBA.org, to register. And we got a huge lineup. we got uh, David Nasser. Uh, is going to be our guest speaker. He's out of Birmingham. I mean, he lived in Birmingham for a while, did ministry there. He was at Liberty University leading their convocations each week. And now he's doing some work in the Nashville area. He's going to be our guest speaker. He's going to bring uh, great encouragement and challenges. Then we have a personal uh, concert by Lecrae that will just be for the conference goers. Yes, it's going to be amazing. And he's bringing the entire show that he would bring as if it was, you know, 5,000 people. So we are pumped about that. All I got to ask, Pam, I got to ask you on that. Are you going to get up on the stage and, like, Dance with Lecrae. You gotta I, rap with Lecrae. As would you well. rap with him, Pam? I think this could be your thing. Hey, my name is Pam. That is who I am. Glad that you were here. We're also selling you a rap at the moment, so <laughs> it's only twenty ninety nine. That's great. Yes. All right. So anyway, keep going. I'm sorry. I just I can see you with Lecrae on the stage right now in my head. I just okay. Oh, man. Wow, I'm excited about it. Um, but then we also are going to have North Point Worship out of Atlanta. Nice. We're going to provide our worship throughout the weekend, and we'll end with our concert prayer on Saturday night with them playing, which is such a moving time. And um, it, it's, it's a great lineup. So it's $125 to sign up. Uh, the students are going to stay at the Embassy Suites, uh, which is super nice. Um, yeah, know, it is. I'm going to say it's sweet. Days in Motel 6. And then they'll get to walk over to the VBC where we'll be hosting the entire conference. So it'll be all indoors, uh, no danger. We got extra police officers for security at the hotel and at the VBC, and um, we're excited. Come on, somebody! You gotta love the Von Braun Center. It's like the most deceptively 
large and like versatile building in like the entire it space. Is. I have to agree with you there. It's bigger than it looks. Yep. Way bigger. Anyway, yep. so Miss Pam, I have some questions for you, Miss Pam. That. Um. <laughs> okay. Um. First of all, uh, who's your favorite Pam? Like, who's your favorite like <laughs> fictional what? Pam? What? That, that's out there. There's like, a correct answer to this question. I have the answer. Well, I'll tell you the Pam I like most is that nonstick spray Pam. You know, when you get a cook. Mm. Oh, good answer. Because everyone else thought she was going to say Pam from the office. That's but what I, I thought. I think that's the better answer because you know who didn't break Jim's heart for the first two seasons? Pam nonstick spray. That's true. Um, anyway, uh, Preach. another question. Um, so, our hot is bologna just a hot dog pancake? Oh, that's great. Never thought of it. And if it, if it is a hot dog pancake, what do you put on hot dog pancakes? Is mustard the syrup? Mm, this is a legit question. And you have to spray the pan with Pam beforehand. Pam, that's right. <laughs> question number three. Right. I don't know. I think enough grease is in that bologna that you don't have to have a lot of Pam. Uh, this is true. Um, <laughs> and... Um, I think that's all I have. All right. Yeah. All right. We put Pam through the ringer enough today. We love you, Miss Pam. Thank you. If you've not been a part of PLT, you want to be. It's going to be so good. Yep. It's going to be so good. Yep. So. Pastors can sign five students up. Uh, get a registration free. Come on. So, I yep. need to find five come students. On, <laughs> well, Miss Pam, thank you for being on the show. You are wonderful, and we are so grateful that you took your off time to come on our show today. Oh, never off, and love being with you guys. So uh, I appreciate you so much. Thank you, Miss Pam. We were looking for uh, Pam Beasley, but Pam Halpert also would have been acceptable. <laughs> yeah. So Johnny Barry said, told me he needs to get me an Arab shirt, and I agree with that. I'm doing this for my girl, Jaden, over there. <laughs> Jaden said, no, a, do not wear that. There's a Gunnersville High School. But, I, I think and I don't, know that, I don't know if uh, Dr. Barry knows this or not, but I am you are from a ARAB. Yeah. I'm a graduate of ARAB. And he's breaking the rules and wearing this. Uh, I, I realize that. And the only time I've ever done this, and I will say this, you're live on the, well, we're, not, we're on Facebook Live. I have done it. For her boyfriend, Logan Bonds, and now her. So, there you go. He's a knight in uh, wildcat clothing? Is that what I am a knight. I am a knight. But the only... I, I, You're thinking of Goldie. These guys mean something to me. So, <laughs> like, you know. There's that. Okay. So, speaking of which, Jaden, how you doing? I'm doing good. You been busy today? No, just watching a bunch of TV. What you been watching? Soak up your last <laughs> yeah. summer before college, for sure. Living the dream. Enjoy it. Uh, I've been watching Pretty Little Liars. Uh, hey. Hey is right. Hey. 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 Oh, man. I remember when that was, like, when that was still, like, live on TV and, like, you know, going season day. by season. And it just seemed like there was a twist and turn to everything. It's like, when does this end? Like, when... When is there a resolution? Yeah, um, that's ongoing with Grey's Anatomy, too. Goodness gracious. I got bored of Grey's Anatomy. It's just like, there is no way that there is this much going on in one hospital. And if there is, take me to another one. My <laughs> right. goodness. So I started watching House. And then that that's help. a whole other mess. <laughs> yes. Drew Godwin's watching. 
good to have you guys. Greg Glasscott, he... Greg Glasscock says he loves my shirt. Aw. Because he is a wildcat. Look at it. Yep, he is. I gotta ask he, you guys. He's uh, our sports analyst. What's y'all's favorite fictional doctor? Hmm. Hmm. Patch Adams. Steven, what do you? Yeah, I was about to say Patch Adams. Uh, see, <laughs> you do it. The uh, the doctor that works in the emergency room on SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what his name is, but. <laughs> that guy. Uh, mine's yeah. probably Hawkeye Pierce from Mash. <laughs> hey, how about uh, you, James? I would probably say. I don't know. I don't watch a bunch of shows with doctors. Have you ever <laughs> seen Patch Adams? Maybe no. maybe Drake Ramore, Doctor Drake Ramore, from Friends, also known as Joey Tribbiani. Oh yeah. Uh, if you ever watch Patch what Adams, is that prepare, prepare your called? prepare your heart. Is it the Days of Our Lives? <laughs> prepare your heart. Days of Our Lives. Yeah. yeah. It's based on a true story. It'll rip your heart out. It's so good. Oh yes, I have is that watched the one with that. Robin Williams. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And is. Dude, is soap opera still a thing? Like, is that, is yes. I think, I think still they still exist. have it. Yes. Is that for the old people after yes. the Price is Right goes off? Yes. Yeah, it, it's still for the you pe- judge the Price is Right all you want. It was fun. <laughs> it's like, the, it's for the people who still call them sick. their stories. <laughs> their stories. <Yeah>. <laughs> their stories. <laughs> 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 Gotta go home watch stories now. Is that what they uh, call them now? Yeah. Yes. Well, that's what they used to call yeah. them. And it's the people that still call them that stories. still watch them. So, After their McDonald's coffee with their their conference of the elders at McDonald's yeah. and Jack's. <laughs> yeah, and Jack. You're not wrong. Yeah. You. That group's there all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> we need to have that group here in the studio. That is a, uni- like when, that is a universal we thing. Would have, every McDonald's in the South. We would have five hours of radio here, you guys. Can't, so? You can't bring them here. You just have to go set up microphones at the table by the fireplace there at Jack's because they ain't moving. Right. Who's going to bring them I their love coffee? It. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, right now, I'm trying to think who's going to be at my table then. You know? Oh, man. It's, Jameson, you're there. Wow. Because I want you there. I want you at my tape. Because you're hilarious. Mm. And if Brad's hair doesn't turn white, I might want him there. <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> it, you know it will, though. So that's just how it goes. Yeah. Man, it's wild. beautiful red hair. <laughs> I appreciate it. Sassy wiggles. I try. I, they messed up when they died it last time. They they got some extra red right here. Uh, the, yeah. yeah. so. Did you, you dot it? No, he's I keep it. I keep it dyed. Kind of it's actually naturally about your color plus some gray. Yeah. So you have to bleach it first to get the actual natural red look. And then I, well, I have to. Hold <laughs> are you making this no, off? Are you no, I have, no, I have to stay on top of it. Good. I'll have to stay on top of it, or my roots will start this, to turn. Dude? My roots will start to turn. Steven, have you ever yeah. heard anybody talk about their hair at his age like that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so kidding. <laughs> I, I know, but you like, played it well. You, you played it well. For a second, I was like, yeah. I just made fun of this man's hair. And he's, he's literally taking me through his hair routine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was feeling that's how he, semi-guilty. It's that's, easy. This uh, is just a sunburn from wearing my hat backwards at the beach last uh, week. So I got sunburned right here. My yeah, favorite is when I'll go to like a, a baseball game or something. There'll be a bunch of guys wearing their hat backwards, but then they put their, their hand over their head to block uh-huh, their, yeah. the sun out of their eyes. And I'm like, They'll Man, sit there like this. If only there was a device... <laughs> that was designed, <laughs> that to, was do designed to do this. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, Wasn't my... you who said now? No, it was it was somebody who was bald and said now I know. Oh, it was Cameron. He was telling me why he wear why he knows people wear bald people wear headbands. And now today's clutch moment. I want to talk to you about some cringy stuff today, guys. Uh, <laughs> make it a little bit uncomfortable. 
Uh, in fact, we're going to use the Urban Dictionary definition, which I hardly ever use because sometimes it's very inappropriate. <laughs> but the definition <laughs> of cringe is when someone acts or is so embarrassing or awkward, it makes you feel extremely ashamed and or embarrassed. So I'm asking you, and this includes you, Jaden, tell me about a time you were in an extremely uncomfortable situation. Huh. <laughs> You can jump in. I'm just, I'm just saying. Any of these guys, oh, anybody, anybody man. got one of those? I read this and I just cannot think. Don't use names. We'll lose our viewership. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, Fred. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. Y'all think? Talk I about was, it. I don't know. This was embarrassing for me just because it was weird. Yeah. Um, I was in Austria and. Me and two of my friends were waiting on our uh, subway to go back. Not the sandwich, like the actual physical, like a train <laughs> subway. Yes, yes, um, yes. They don't have the $5 foot long over there because it's the metric system. Kind of sad. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so I'm, se- I'm sitting there. <laughs> Some of y'all that joke will sneak up on it. I got oh, it. Okay. <laughs> it's the 30, the 30 centimeter defeater. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. so I'm sitting there waiting on this. The uh, the train to arrive, and I go, my goodness, it is so hot, because it was very hot that summer. And um, this lady who was um, like, in, like in the nicest way possible, was pushing sixty five. Um, Probably older. Like yeah, um, she like whips her head around, looks at me dead in the eye with this piercing glare that only an Austrian could give, and right, goes. Right. What is your name? And I'm like, uh, Jameson? What's your name? And she, <laughs> she looks me up and down and goes, you are not my honey. And everybody in that subway station was looking at me like, what are they doing? It was, <laughs> it was a very awkward moment for me because I did not know this woman from Adam nor his house cat. What? And, um, <laughs> what Jameson didn't know is he just got married. In the I did. <laughs> like, my, my two friends, uh, would not let me live that down. It was it was a uh, it was a uh, it was a nice time. Sorry, Elizabeth, he's already married. Oh. <laughs> Jameson, I have one thing to say about that. You are not my honey. You are uh, not no. my honey. And I was like, no, ma'am, I'm not. Brad, um, tell me one of those uncomfortable. Let's see. Stories. I'm trying to figure it out. Um, Jane, you got one. Uh, not yet. You've never been made uncomfortable. <laughs> oh. <okay. laughs> Sometimes. So, well, 304.8 millimeter sandwich, TJ Henderson. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll say this. I love TJ. I have several cringy situations that I orchestrate myself. Sometimes I, sometimes I talk too much, and uh, well, sometimes I can just talk. Brad, I like you, Brad. I can talk myself right into a situation where I just have to step back and then uh, do the verb form of that word, which is you draw up in reaction to the yeah. embarrassing or yeah. awkward action. Yeah. So. It's like Michael Scott where you just start yeah. a sentence and you just like, hope it goes somewhere. Like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So one time oh. I was on a <laughs> I was on a sales call with my coworker, and right. uh, there was this uh, the lobby and it had a sidewalk with no railing, but right next to it there was this pond. And I didn't see the pond. It was in the ground and there was no railing, and I fell. And my coworker let me fell, and the whole office... When we got back, watched the security tape, and it turns out my coworker like almost pushed me in. Yeah, so that was a. Did story. you like turn around story. and punch him in the face? What? <laughs> I don't think I don't like, think. Look, that, dude. Uh, listen, that was straight from this the. Is uh, not okay. That was straight from the office. Yes, this is that's not the okay. koi pond episode. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
not okay. So. Where Jim just was just like awkward, like, this isn't my problem. It's like, new, new dance move. <laughs> You got anything, or I'll move on. Uh, I don't got no. That. Okay, so I she won't incriminate herself. She's I know. Smart. I want to. I want to talk about a story of Moses calling, and it's found in Exodus three. So we're not actually gonna read all of it because it's really long. But I want to talk to you today about how to be okay with being uncomfortable, right? And first thing I want to say is uncomfortable should be. Uh, it should begin to become an alarm in our life. And, and I'll say this, and more than our Christian walk, if you want to grow, there's a point that you've got to be uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. You've got to get to a point where you don't know what you're doing, you don't know how to go where you're going, and that uncomfortable grows you to that point. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And so, in the beginning of the story in Exodus 3-5, God says, do not come any closer. He's in a burning bush talking to Moses, the Lord warned. Take off your sandals, for you are standing on holy ground. See, and this is what we get from that. You see, the soil around the bush was holy ground. So while the soil on the bottom of Moses' sandals was common, the common can never touch the holy without being transformed or destroyed. And this is with everything. If we want to get close to Jesus, we have to get past our uncomfortable. We've got to get past our normal. If we want to grow in the business world, we got to get a little uncomfortable. If we want to do a new idea or a new business or a new concept, you, there's got to be a little uncomfortable. There's got to be a little uh, moment where there's not a whole lot of comfort. You know what I'm saying? So why should we not be okay with being comfortable? Any of you? Why should that be a problem? Well, if we are uncomfortable in the situation where we're where we're at. That is always a good sign to, to make that move, to make that transformation. And yeah. and if you find comfort in the wrong places, when you when you awaken up when you wake up to that, it's gonna be uncomfortable. And yeah. that uncomfort, uh, discomfort squeezes you in. It mm-hmm. almost like it, it's a it's a force that yeah. uh, kinda shovels you in the right direction. Yeah. Like what happens when you're uh, in an, in a seat that's uncomfortable, Seth, what do you start doing? Who you start Squirming around, trying comfort. To... Yeah. When we are in a place where we're made uncomfortable, it causes us to move. That's good. It causes us, and not Woo! I mean, that at first, it, it it might cause you to try to seek comfort, but it it call it um it's kind of like what Brad's saying. It forces you to move. It forces you into an action to to figure it out. I mean, I feel like, I mean, I've I've encountered this at work and and just in other places like where you're you know when when you when you're elevated in life like promoted or, or whatever like you're in a place where you're dealing with things you've never dealt before and it forces you to learn it forces you to figure it out it forces you to find a way yeah so and i mean you know and also i think that the real reason that moses had to remove his sandals is because he was wearing crocs <laughs> and God said, "Get that weak stuff out of here. Come on, this is holy ground." If, Rick, if Ricky's um, leading, he's he's going I was crazy. About to say, on you put on Crocs. Listening. You put on Crocs to step onto the holy ground. That's no, funny. That's, that's funny. Uh, and T.J. Henderson says this comfortable usually means content. Yeah. Many times, content means you're not growing. So, as an athlete, Jaden, why is it a why is a bad sign that you you've gotten comfortable? Um. <clears throat> Pretty much like when you don't care about your team mm. and you only care about yourself and making yourself better instead wow. of making everyone around you better. Mm. That's good. That'll preach right there. That's some good stuff. <laughs> like, I mean, I think that that's, that's man, I heard something. I was listening to a sermon about this at work. Like, 
when you're more concerned about your own comfort, you can't grow. And That's like, good. and I, I think especially in a team setting, like if you're selfish and you don't want to practice and you don't want to get better and sharpen your skills, you will bring everyone else around you down. That's good. That's good. Now, the second thing I want to say to you is we are to comfort, not to be comfortable. We are to comfort. The Bible never promises us comfort. It never says that, but our calling is to make people comfortable. I'm not saying like comfortable in their faith, but we're to comfort the people that need it. See, Moses' calling was based on the pain of those around him. Later on in the scripture, and I didn't write it down, but what happens is God says, I hear the cries of my people in Egypt, that they're being driven, slave-driven. That's what breaks me. It was that calling right there, right? That God that that called Moses to more. See, your calling is based on uh, Moses' calling was based on the pain of those around him and what he could do about it. And the same applies to us today. Your purpose is tied to bringing comfort to others. I'm not talking about making them comfortable, but what I am saying is we have the comfort maker if we're mm-hmm. Christians, right? So yeah, why is it important comforter. that we become outward looking instead of inward facing? Um, I think, you know, kind of touches on what we just kind of covered, but I think another element to if you're only looking inward and at yourself and worried about your own comfort and how this situation's terrible and you don't want to be going through this and I shouldn't, shouldn't have to be here. Everything should be, if I'm serving God, everything should be good and I shouldn't have to struggle. Um, friend, if that's what you think Christianity is, this be your wake up call. That's not what this is about. No. Um, if like the entire Christian experience is about surrendering, constantly surrendering yourself and your flesh, your wants, your desires, how you think it should be for the will of God. You you are constantly surrendering that yeah. um, for the rest of your existence to 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 the will of God. Um, but And if we're constantly looking in like that, we can't look up and see what God is doing around us That's if right. we're constantly looking in because there's so much of this like oysters like when they make pearls they have to be agitated yeah and when they get agitated it makes that pearl and a, a lot of right. this stuff you know i mean this sound it sounds corny but i mean pressure makes diamonds i mean that's it, it the same Call thing under applied. pressure yeah that's it's the same thing here the things that we go through and the god always promises to never leave us nor forsake us when we walk through these things it will uh bring us into completion to his purpose yeah. and we're going to be better for it at some you know at some point sometimes you got to wait a long time i mean we're talking about abraham sarah Job, people like this that had to hang on in tenacious faith yeah to see their promise come to fruition i mean you know and we talk about being content and i mean paul talks about how he learned how to be content in any circumstance yeah i mean that didn't mean he that did. he enjoyed it i mean he was in prison he was beaten he was uh uh, shipwrecked. I mean, this this guy did not have a comfortable or easy life by any means, but he had one of the most fulfilling and impactful lives in history. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's why you need to be looking outward because God is doing something bigger in your life than just making you comfortable. That's good. Then last but not least, uncomfortable makes you grow and have purpose. Realize that the things that make you the most uncomfortable are the key to your growth and calling in life. Mm-hmm. Jaden, I would say if there's something in your sport that makes you uncomfortable, that's the thing you probably put your most attention to growing in. Yes, I would agree. To making yourself better at because you can't become a better athlete until that changes. Yes. 
And so, Brad, why is it important that we grow in the midst of being uncomfortable? Well, if, if we get stuck in a situation that is uncomfortable for us, it is our human nature where we can just try to just try to be comfortable with whatever that situation mm-hmm. is, pursue nothing further. And yeah. that is the opposite of what we're called right. to do. That's yeah. right. So these, these uncomfortable situations, the callings, the opportunities we have uh, with the people around us, uh, it's not for us to just sit on. We have a purpose in the in those situations, and it's it's so important and so vital to our faith and the people around us that we are uh, constantly using these situations to grow, to to work on ourselves, but also um, prepare yourself uh, to be the best that you can be for others. Mm-hmm. So good. Hey, we are so glad that you joined us today. I challenge you to make yourself a little uncomfortable, especially when we're talking spiritually, but I mean in everything, your sport, your job, whatever it is, uncomfortable can lead to greatness. Yeah. Uh, something that won't make you uncomfortable, though, well, maybe if you eat too much of it, is the Char Burger. Mm. And uh, <laughs> they're the home of the famous Wildcat Burger Chicken Fingers, Philly Cheese Steaks, the and crispy shakes, Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings in the Milkshakes. Oh, the milkshakes are so good, and they've got so many different flavors. Yeah, you it's incredible. It's there. Yep. And you next, do that. Yeah, we've got B and B video games in Albertville. They're at sixty-seven ninety-one US four thirty-one Albertville, and that's next to the Pizza Hut. They've got a huge eighty-style arcade featuring so many games, and some that were featured in the filming of the Netflix original series Stranger Things. So if you haven't been, in it. if you haven't yeah. been there, be sure to go check it out. And if you've been there, you know the quality that's there. So go have some fun. Being video games. Then you got the Boaz Nine Cinema. Semi circle. They have a <laughs> semi circle cinema experience. Yes. If you like semis and circles, this is the cinema for you. Your place Boaz Nine. With the semi circles. Anyway. Hey, we're gonna go to some music, uh, and we'll be back in a minute. So I have to ask. Uh, Steven, you put this uh, Tom Brady. I was about to ask about that in the chat. That was yes. for real. Um, is this real? Yeah, it's real. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Like this isn't like one of those photoshopped, like video edited. Right. Like this. This is like what he does. He's throwing this right yeah. back into that ball can. That yeah. is insane. Training camp starts. What well, started this week, didn't it? For the Bucks. Yes. This, yeah. Uh, Tom Brady. So you want to take a look at this? Hold on one second. Yes, it's I amazing. Gotta, I got to mute the varsity. I got the Facebook Live kind of growing in the background here. Hold oh. on one second. Let me. Uh, Get that audio cleaned up. Uh, Tom Brady is, however, um, you know, he's free to go. He was kind of dead to me while I was the Patriots. He's, he's dead to me. So. <laughs> Especially dead to you. Yeah, I, I didn't like him, but he was winning games for my favorite team, winning Super Bowls. So I had an appreciation for him, but that's expired. <laughs> Are you? Do you want Mac to come in and take over? I do. That's my that's my all time aspiration. So I was so excited when we got rid of Tom Brady. Or when Tom Brady got rid of us, I guess. <laughs> but uh, I was pumped. I was like, I can full-fledged. Even if they're terrible for a couple of years, that'll make ticket prices go down and everything. I can just root for my whole team and right. have no conviction about it. <laughs> but then they hired the one other quarterback that I just can't stand. Cam Newton. And Cam Newton. But now we've got Mac Jones drafted, and he's apparently showing him up. So, I hope so, so. good luck to Mac Jones. I like Mac Jones. I want that to happen, not because I hate Cam Newton. I actually kind of am bummed to see his career go the way it's gone. Um, but everybody counted out Mac, Mac Jones and just thought he was just kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, especially going into last year's a game but, manager. Yeah. And I'm like, no, this man's can play anyway. He put up better n- numbers than Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. did he not? Okay. Yeah. Here's that video. Here's Here that video go. we were talking about. That's insane. 
So the, for those of you up. that can't see what's happening, if you've ever seen a... Um, <laughs> that one was funny. Let's go. If you've ever seen the ball machines um, you know, in practice where they feed a football into a machine that essentially throws the football. It's got two wheels. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody can see that. We're yeah. on Facebook Live. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was dumb. I'm sorry, it's sir. <laughs> it's all good. I just thought I'd stuff you there. Thanks, because I was like, how am I going to explain the rest Can of you it? imagine throwing a football being that accurate? Yeah, it's also and like... throwing it into that thing? It's like throwing a baseball into a pitching machine where the hole's as big as the yeah. baseball or whatever. That would be impressive um, as well. So. And, you know, side note, that's the most... That's the best... Um, football that has happened at the at UCLA in like 40 years. Uh, <laughs> probably honestly since Jackie Robinson Speaking stopped truth. playing for them. So anyway, uh, yeah, I, I went there. That well, was hurtful. I went there. It's a good thing you live in Alabama, not California. Yeah, it's okay. They don't even like them back there. Everyone roots for USC down there. Yeah, what little place college football has. Chris so. Bradshaw. So I got to ask y'all. Great is, response, Jaden Watkins. Mm-hmm. He's, he's showing love. Was that one of your coaches? Uh, he was my track coach. He's yes. phenomenal. He's been here. It's been a while, but he's been here. Yes. Uh, I ask you guys, how do y'all feel about Texas and Oklahoma trying to come into the I was going to talk about that. Jaden is not happy about yeah. it. The more, <laughs> hey, the more that we can resorb these name brand um, programs from other conferences and then just beat the mess out of them, <laughs> like, I think that'd be fun. Do you know what I think? What? I think they're going to get more than they bargained for. Oh, when they yeah. realize they have to play a legit team every week, every week, and they get beat up by LSU, well, they're, Arkansas, they're doing Alabama, they think, Florida, they think that's what will be able to prove them. But what it is, the standard of play is just so higher, and in the SEC that they don't realize they're just they're like and a team like had it soft. a season team <laughs> like Arkansas is going to walk in there and put up a fight. They thought Iowa State was giving them problems at Oklahoma. <laughs> they thought. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Jane, you're not happy about it? No. Well, I'm a big Bama fan. Come so. on, girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we, showed, we showed Texas who's boss. Yes. So. Which, I mean, we won't have any problem with them anyways. Right. That's right. Um, see, the, the we have more like, of a problem with Oklahoma. I'm more scared mm, of yeah. Sarkeesian than I am of Oklahoma because Oklahoma's got to the dance several times yeah. and then they, they forget how to dance when they get there. They're like um, the Big 12's Georgia. Now they're gonna be that. <laughs> now they're gonna I be forgot. that. <laughs> I forgot that Sarkeesian went to uh, Texas. Yeah. I take back my statement. I think that I think that's I think that's a great move for Texas. I really do. Um, and a great move for Sark. And I mean, it's no disrespect to these programs. Can you blame Sarkeesian? That's a no. dream job. Uh, I do. Now I'm a roll tighter, I but I have too. a prediction: the first Saban assistant to beat Nick Saban it will be, be Steve Sarkeesian. Sarkeesian. I feel like Sarkeesian yeah. has the best shot. Lane Kiffin gave us a run for our money last year. Whew. He did. <laughs> yeah, and Kirby Smart's given us a run several times, uh, but, yeah. but they're no problem. I don't, I don't yeah. like it. <laughs> Somewhere between four and twenty-six times. Well, also like <laughs> Texas is uh, Texas. Uh, their their donors and everything have so much like dramatic control over what happens mm-hmm. that the the nation's best football coaches can go there, and if they don't stand up to them, nothing's gonna happen. Yeah. So, um, so it's uh, the thing is, what bothers me is. They talk so much smack about how Big 12 football was actually better than the SEC, and they tried to pump that brand up so much, and now it's like, well, we can't beat these guys, so I guess we're going to join them. But my problem with this is they would realign the conferences. (laughs) It would realign the SEC. Like Alabama wouldn't be in the SEC West anymore. Mm -hmm. So we wouldn't have these battles with 
Arkansas, LSU, LSU Ole Miss, Mississippi State uh, anymore. And we'll I mean, be with Tennessee and we'd be over there with like Tennessee, Vandy, South Carolina. You know, the garbage heap of the conference. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest, and we don't. Our, our one inter, Florida's not. Our one interdivisional rival would be, of course, Auburn. So mm-hmm. we'd only get to play LSU every seven years or eight years, or we'd only get to play Texas A&M every eight years. We'd only get to play Ole Miss, Mississippi State every eight years. So I, I couldn't live in a world where I didn't have Alabama, LSU. And the stress of that, yeah. <laughs> every year. I, hey, I was I was there last year. Uh-huh. We handed it to him. It was so much fun down in Tiger Stadium. So go Tigers. You were there when there was hardly anybody. Yeah, so it was. Uh, that's when I figured it would be the best time to go yeah. to Tiger Stadium. That's a good idea. So. Come on down, Ellis. You ain't got no COVID. <laughs> he opened his mouth. Speaking of opening his mouth, there are a lot of players talking bad about Bama this. I'm I'm liking it. I, it's just but I've got, never seen this many people. Well, you've do got it. you've got individual egos with coaches, players. Yeah. You just it's, the the egos and then it's kind of is how it, you think that'll play out for him. I'll, I'll tell you how it has played I mean, out. For you know, <laughs> Bama stays quiet on all that kind of stuff until the 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 kickoff of whichever game it is that week. Oh, you're talking and, about coaches and other players talking yes. smack about Alabama. Yes. Oh. And, uh, Lane Kiffin's been pretty good. Lane Kiffin and, uh, and, he's started to get. But like and old Bo Pick Six, he's been talking Bo Nick, <laughs> Bo Picks, yeah, Bo Picks, uh, Bo and Picks. uh, yeah, Bryce Young is already worth a million dollars. Yep, he's not had. I'm excited. A for starter this. snap. Let me tell you, universities have and he's been worth using, a million. Universities <laughs> have been using these athletes to bring in all this money for so long. It's about time that they. We're gonna we're gonna manage your image, uh, okay. likeness and image at Freed Hardman. Have you, you had any <laughs> one like contact you about this kind of stuff yet? Being a student athlete, like no. no? I don't. I think it might be for only NCAA. Okay, so Freed Hartman's NAIA. Yes. Or, okay. Yeah. That's right. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get her paid. Well, we need to dissolve like the NCAA as itself anyway. Yeah. So uh, it was wild. I never thought I'd see the day where Mark Emmert, the head of the NCAA, would would talk about how. I never, honestly never thought I'd see the day where college athletes would literally get paid. I never thought I'd see that. But Mark Emmert, especially because he's been so stubborn mm-hmm. uh, on this whole thing, is now There's talking a benefit like he's had a change this. of heart, which is very strange. There's um, a benefit. There has to be. We um, get an NCAA football game back uh, out of this. Oh, I'm, that's, yeah. what I'm, that's what I'm most excited mm-hmm. about. Um, Even if they have to charge us 90 bucks. For it. I I'm, I'm still, well, here's, they yeah. gotta pay, they've got to pay for those players' image and likeness somehow. So. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna throw throw this bit of chaos into it here. Does that mean Reggie Bush deserves to have his Heisman status reinstated? Oh, oh there he goes. Yeah, but the rules they didn't looked, apply. Then. They looked at a kid and they took advantage of a kid and tempted him with things to help his family as a college athlete, That's and then true. they penalized him for it afterwards. I don't care who you are. That's wrong. <laughs> it is wrong. <laughs> and he should not be like shellacked for doing something for his family when he's like 18, 19 years old. And he, you can't say no to that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, anyway, it's a lot of money, especially with like, uh, the promises from all these powerful people. It's like, you'll never get caught. Like this happens all the time. All that kind of stuff is like coercion. But uh, there's also a side of me that's like the rules of the rules are the rules and those were the rules back then but yeah and i get that but these are grown men manipulating an 18 year old kid with those rules right that's that's my problem with it and then when he's in the nfl they're like well it's okay now because he's making money from somewhere else so we can we can act like we have integrity and strip him of of his legacy now and that's just that's just very gross to me (laughs) here we go anyway 
Jameson has feelings. Um, I feel that. I feel that from you. Uh, anyway, Jaden. <laughs> so your family's Bama fans. Uh, well, my mom's side is. <laughs> she my, said, I'm uh, a Bama fan. My dad is a big War Eagle fan. I just uh, don't think he understands. Like, <laughs> he needs to come to the good side. Look, I'm going to go ahead and tell I've been, you. I've been trying to convince my brother that um, my whole life. I have I have respect for Auburn fans though because anybody that loves a school that lets them down that much <laughs> has got has really got to love it. They yeah, got to be real solid. Fans, they got to keep in mind when when I was growing up and probably when you were I think probably a teenager. Alabama football Ouch. was awful. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. Oh, it was. I it remember was disturbing. I remember yeah. Auburn getting beaten. The nineties or Auburn beating a six year straight. That was not fun. Shula Tuberville years, man. That was I not remember good. not wanting to go to school that <laughs> week for six years straight. I remember it terrible it was you know as a youth pastor i've gotten to travel farther and farther all the way to raleigh north carolina thinking i could get away from auburn fans i was wrong i got some lsu that was, i gotta tell you I'm, I'm i'm more fearful of like the extremist alabama fans than i am the auburn fans. yeah honestly. yeah you know because yeah. an auburn fan we, never poisoned a tree that's true right well and there's so, <laughs> they rolled it, there's so but, many alabama fans of that caliber yeah. out there but uh i just want to say first and foremost i'm a uah charger but I have no charges. I have. A, I have. You support, are a Bama fan. I have extreme support for the school that is uh, the big school in my system, the Crimson Tide. Yeah, yeah. And I'm huge roll tider. But uh, I enjoy. I enjoy winning. It's been. It's that's been that's easy, why we so. pull for the Alabama. Uh, it's not why. It's not why. But it's a very very nice perk. Yeah. So. Um, it doesn't hurt winning national championships. No, so not much. at all. But if you weren't pulling for this team during the Debose and the Shula era, get mm-hmm. out of here. Yeah, De- Debose, Shula, Franchoni. I did. Uh, every year I believe. Yeah, he's, he's, every year I believe. That's he who shall not be named. We don't talk about yeah. him. I mean, I'll talk about Mike Price before I'll talk about that other guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway. Those were bad years. Uh, they were. It was a rough time in Alabama. It's a hard uh, time to be a Bama fan. But. You know, speaking of Auburn fans, when I was in D.C. a couple of weeks ago, I was uh, I was at the uh, World War II Memorial um, right before walking that extremely long walk to go see Mr. Lincoln. It's crazy long. It Longer is than you think. Like, you know, you look at pictures, you're like, hmm, that's a big waiting pool. No, <laughs> this is like an ocean that you're crossing. And there's ducks everywhere. There's little ducks that, that, you're not that swim in there and they, they sleep in the grass. I'd never seen a duck sleeping before until I went to D.C. I underestimated how I'd big that pool was. Um, I, I have a new cringe <laughs> moment real quick. So we were watching Parks and Rec and Leslie said something about going to the National Mall and I laughed and then uh, I looked at Kayla and was like, you know what the National Mall is, right? She was like, no. Uh, and I was like... Uh, Isn't that the one in Minnesota? You know, the yeah. one with the roller coaster the big inside one? there, you yeah. know? No. All, the, all of the large people that walk around. <laughs> but, uh, no, uh, I, it was it was chilling being there, to be honest with you. Where, right there where Forrest Gump made his impassioned speech about Vietnam. Mm. Um, it was... Uh, I got shot <laughs> in the... <laughs> but back, back to what I was talking about. I was standing in the World War II uh, memorial and just looking around, and there's there's... There's one side for the, the the conflict in Europe, and then there's the other side for the Pacific. And I'm heading over to the Pacific, and I, I remember seeing these guys on my way in because I walked it. I walked there, um, and I knew from from like a block away. I was like, those guys are from the South um, because they were wearing uh, lots of Carhartt, and they had their <laughs> Otterbox clipped to the outside of their pants. I oh, said, yeah. they're from the South. 
Uh, <laughs> I caught up with. That, that was your track in the wearing, back. Wearing camo Crocs with the strap. They were wearing that, camo Crocs. Oh, yeah, there it is. There it is. Camo Crocs. There it is. <laughs> when the straps back. The straps yeah. were back. He was in four wheel drive. Oh yeah. And he had like a grunt style <laughs> shirt on and like a big old giant iPhone. Nine or something. Like, like, what am I talking plus, about? Yeah. Like just clipped to the to the, the outside like of his this. shorts <laughs> in his otter box. And I was like, they've oh. got to be from the South. Well, anyway, I, I'm, I ran into them at the World War II Memorial because I had an Alabama hat on. And I look over and this guy has an Auburn hat on. And we locked eyes and we went, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> and we got to talking. The guy is from Marshall County. Why are you trying to throw us under the bus? Like, (laughs) it was just really crazy that you're, you know, you're thousand miles from home, and there's somebody from your hometown just right there. So that was pretty cool. Hey, we are getting really close. I think a minute away from interviewing Jaden, and we're so glad you came in. Glad to be here. Hopefully, we hadn't put you to bed yet. (laughs) Sleeping. Bored, snoozing. I can smell the snoozing. dressing from. Mm. Isn't it great? Was that yes. your dressing or our dressing? A... He brings his own. He brought dressing. his own dressing. <laughs> dressing. Yeah, That's a power like... move, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> wow. Came straight from work, he's, so I had my lunchbox. He's like, very oh. serious about his dressing. It's a low-fat roasted garlic vinaigrette. It's very did, nice. Did you make that? From the floor. I did not make it. No. Not that talented. It is a. Uh, it's what he does on the that side. That is a, a craft product. Thank uh-huh. you, thank you, the people at Kraft for that. <laughs> That's how some people smell of uh, mac and cheese. Is that what they? Is that yeah, Kraft, yeah, the Easy Mac. Yeah. Is, yeah. Um, That's not how you should spell mac and cheese. Uh, <laughs> look, you know who needs to stay in their lane and just calm down? Who's that? It's Jacks. We gotta calm down. Jacks the restaurant. Yes. What are they doing? They they're like we have mac and cheese now. It's like oh. y'all quit, quit yeah. because y'all just stop it. They already had a chicken sandwich, so they had to like. Get something, some other rivalry. It's the Varsity Athlete Interview. And we have the privilege of having Jaden Watkins here in the studio with us. It's been a long time coming, but we finally got her to come. And so, Jaden, how are you? I'm good. Doing good. Good summer? Yes. Yes. It's been long. (laughs) Long summer. Yes. And, Jaden, you are a Gunnersville High School athlete. Yes. Uh, and what was your primary sport? Well, I played three. I did volleyball, basketball, and track. All right, we're going to ask you this. With coaches watching right now. Uh-oh. Which one was your favorite uh-huh. and why? Uh, well, I never thought I would say this because I used to not like this sport, but definitely basketball this year just because of the girls and there was, like, no drama and the coach for sure. The coach. Yes, Kenny Hill. Kenny Hill. Yes. Nice. Volleyball. Who's your coach? Uh, Jimmy Latta. I love that guy. <laughs> He's fantastic. And then your track coach. Go ahead and shout him out. <laughs> Chris Bashaw. There he is. <laughs> He's a legend in this city. Active yes. on the show today, too. I know. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. And so when did Support. you... I'll ask this and I'll let uh, Jameson go and then Brad can go. Uh, when did you start volleyball? And, and when did you realize you could be really, really good at it? Um, I started in fifth grade, I think, and then I didn't, I didn't really realize that I could be good at it until like my freshman year of high school. Okay. Awesome. So, Go ahead, James. It went off on me. I'm sorry. I uh, I gotta say, 
like I know you a little bit because you go to church here and you seem just like a very very sweet very quiet person mm-hmm. but here on uh, number six on the questionnaire it says what do you love most about your sport you say I love the competitiveness and then it's this next part that sent a chill down my spine because it said <laughs> the feeling you get after a kill <laughs> uh, yes and then I realized she was talking about volleyball but <laughs> Do you turn into a completely different person? Does all of that competitive emotion and that just kind of like, you know, what? Well, welcome to playtime, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know what that. I don't know what that means. Anyway, like that whole just competitiveness. Does it come out? Yes. There. Do you turn into like a completely different person? Oh yes, especially after a kill. I'm just like fired up, yelling, stomping all over the floor, <laughs> like going crazy. So for for those of for those of us that aren't very big volleyball fans in here, can you explain what a kill is? So, like, after the setter sets you, you just go up and you hit it and, like, slam it on the other side of the floor. Wow. Okay. So, it's like the equivalent <laughs> of, like, a, of, of posterizing somebody. It's like slam gotcha. dunking. Yeah. Yes. You, yeah. You dunk on somebody. And I they, just said slam dunking. Like, that might be the whitest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Brad? So, you're headed to uh, a university to play... Volleyball. Volleyball, awesome. So what's it like to get college offers? How's that? Um, It's a really good feeling because it makes you feel like after you've like worked hard, like you're at finally getting somewhere. Awesome. And getting to move on and play at a higher level is really good too. Perfect. And was that your end goal, like out of high school? Was it to get an offer or was that something you were looking for? Yes, to get an offer. Awesome. And, uh, and so what made you choose Freed Hardman? Uh... Well, a bunch of people probably say because my boyfriend goes. Oh, yeah. But um, I just like the campus, and I wanted to be kind of far from home, but not too far. And I, re- I already like the girls a lot because they've already talked to me and welcomed me as soon as I walked in there. Yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Tell us about, you've, you've gotten to have four years of, of competition at high school. Yes. And y'all did extremely well at Gunnersville. Yes. Uh, and so, tell me about the most, give me the top three most memorable moments you had playing volleyball at Gunnersville. Um, Maybe top three games. Top three games. What made them memorable? I would say, um... Well, definitely when we play county teams, it's always, like, the county tournament is always the best. And, you know, playing Arab, it's... That's <laughs> always the best when you can win the county championship. And we went undefeated in the county tournament. And that was definitely my best memory and moment. This last year? Yes. Okay. And then after that? Um. Well, my first three years of high school, I was at Albertville High School. Okay. And I would say my best memory there in volleyball would be when we were at state my junior year. We were playing uh, Northridge, and we were the first team in school history to advance to the second round of the state tournament. Wow! Uh, and it was it was exciting to do something different and like make a change in the school. Wow! Awesome! That's phenomenal. Good I games. Have, good memories. <laughs> yes. I have to ask. Can I ask a question? Is it my turn? It's your go? turn. Okay. I'm so sorry. No, no. I just didn't want to. Yes. No, you go right we're, ahead. We're, we're so polite here at the varsity. <laughs> um, 
So I want I want to keep on this track of uh, competitiveness because, like I said, I don't get to see that side of you. Uh, but I have, I have a couple of questions. Number one, um, you know, he talked about your highs and like your favorite moments across your three sports. But I feel like with any level of competitor, there's always that one game, that one moment, that one memory that sticks in your crawl. That's a thorn in your side, and that you cringe every time you think about it. What is that? What is that moment? What, whatever sport, whatever it is, like that you, whether it's a loss or whatever, what is it? Um, like embarrassing or anything? Not embarrassing, but like that one where you just like you wish it would have went different. You wish it would have went different. Like it like sticks out in your mind where you're like, ah, I was so close, or like if I would have worked, you know, yeah. that kind of thing where it, it's the the thorn in your side, the thing that sticks in your crawl. Um, I would have to go with definitely our area tournament in the volleyball against Fairview. At, it was at West Point. It was like heartbreaking because I thought we should have won that game and it could should have went different. But you know, things happen. You win some, <laughs> you lose some. <laughs> I love how she chuckled. She said things <laughs> happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, but and I guess the second question is, you know, we talked about in our clutch about being uncomfortable and how it propels you uh, to progress and to grow. With you know, there's there's a lot of high school athletes that that don't get offers that don't play at the next level like that's it for them as far as competitive sports now that you're at a new plateau like or not a new plateau but that's you're now at a new level what what is that drive for you now like what what keeps you competitive what are you what goal are you striving towards now um my goal right now is to go there and which i probably won't start because i'm a freshman but i want to go there and show the coach that like i'm able to start and i can start and uh, just go harder, do things I've never done before, and just get better every day. Is there like an excitement there that, you know, you, you're now allowed to push yourself in places you've never really had the time or been able to before, I would imagine. I mean, like, you tell me, like, is, is that what it kind of feels like? Like now it's like this wide open space to see exactly what you can do. Yes, especially at Freed because you pretty much have to compete for like a position to mm-hmm. like show yourself to go like to start or play or whatever. So what would you say you've done differently in high school that would make you stand out to the point that you could be college? Um, because I've noticed, I've noticed as we've interviewed kids who go from high school to college, they train different, mm-hmm. they do something that they have a different mentality. What What is that for you? Uh, well, I'll be honest, the biggest thing I've struggled with like in high school was taking like criticism from teammates but they're trying to help me and I'd always think like take it as like they were trying to just like dog me and instead of listen and actually do it and I think I've gotten better at doing that and I think it's helped me grow as a player and a teammate and then uh, also good on that note um looking back what is a piece of advice that you give yourself as a freshman athlete like if you could go tell your freshman self something again freshman high school of course what would you tell her um Quit being stubborn and listen to your teammates because they're trying to help you. Awesome. In that same line of things, who who would you say are maybe a one or two people that are not coaches that kind of inspired you? They were players. They were people that were senior classmen. They were upperclassmen that helped inspire you as an athlete who made you want to strive to be more than you were. Um, my freshman year, which was when I was at Albertville, I played with a girl named Shelby Birch. Yeah. And 
she was an awesome hitter, and I just looked up to her a lot because we played the same position, and obviously I didn't get to start over her, but she started, and like I was like, man, I want to be like Shelby one day. Yeah. And she was such a good leader on and off the court, and every time we'd mess up or come out of a timeout, she was always cheering us on, giving us speeches, and it was just like really good. She wasn't one of those mean seniors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my second person... Well, one of them is an underclassman. That's okay. Uh, which would be this year in basketball. Her name's Olivia Vandergriff. She, she's like a great athlete, someone to really look up to because she, she works hard. She never takes any days off, um, and she's always pretty much like Shelby, like giving motivational speeches, being a leader, telling us what to do, and yeah, I'd say her. Awesome. Um, I love that. I really do. Um, I have to ask, like, you know, there's we've asked this question in every questionnaire, like, about what's your most embarrassing moment? It's ever, most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you. <laughs> and we get stuff like my shorts fell down. Uh, Somebody's I, pants were literally on fire. Yeah, that was. And one, they weren't uh, even lying. No, <laughs> <laughs> they weren't lying about they it. They weren't and, lying about and it. And it lying really did happened. not cause the uh, yeah. the the ignition of the, the no. pants. Um, and, and people like scoring their own goal or things like that. You, you're like, I broke my ankle. <laughs> so did this, did, did this happen in an embarrassing fashion? Uh, well, it was, I remember it, but we were playing against Scottsboro in basketball my freshman year and I was trying to block a girl's shot, didn't block it, and then I came down and broke my ankle. Ah! Oh. <laughs> and yeah, I think that was like definitely embarrassing because I was like, at least could have blocked a shot, then broke my ankle. That's but. the competitive energy <laughs> I'm here for. I love it. She's not like, I did something dumb. <laughs> silly me. She's like, I was trying to block a shot, and I got broke, and I'm mad that I didn't make the play. That's that's what it takes to go to college, kids. <laughs> Learn from this. I, I love long, it. How long did it take you to heal from that? Um, Probably like a week. <laughs> I, well, I she was it. back. <laughs> I walked on it for a week until we actually figured out it was broken. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> She's a beast. Did wow. you? You're a beast. Did that, that is take why you you're going to college. Uh, yes, I had to come out of the oh, game, okay. but I did walk on it, and then the Are next week. Yeah, I was a little scared. It was like it was huge, like a bigger than a tennis ball. You know, they, uh, they say that like Tom Brady let it slip that he played like. The last like three or four games of the season, playoffs and Super Bowl included, with a torn MCL this year. Yeah, and wow. he was like, "Oh yeah, whoops, forgot to tell you." Like he didn't tell anybody, <laughs> didn't tell his coaches, didn't tell his team because he's like, "I'm here to win a ring." You know, for him, every every year pain. matters. Every year matters. It's like yeah, this this really could be the last. Like, yeah. <laughs> Brad. So you had an interesting answer to like the the thing you're looking forward to, the game that you're looking forward to the most, and uh, Martin Methodist when you guys play them when you're at Freed. So you're looking forward to that. Why? Uh, well, I had an offer from them as well, and I was going to go there. Reject. Because <laughs> it was it was closer to home. It was like an hour and a half, and I just went a different route. And, you know, the coach was very interested in me, and I, I hated having to text him and tell him that I chose somewhere else. But I'm excited to play them. I've also known some other people to play for Martin Method. So you're going to show them what they're missing out on, basically. Yeah, gotcha. pretty much. Awesome. <laughs> How did that conversation go? Um, well, I told him, and he was like, can I, he was, well, 
He was like, it's sad to hear that. If anything changed, just let me know, and we'll try to work something out, pretty much. There's very strict rules about what the coach can and can't say <laughs> in that situation, yeah. too. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Yeah. You messed said, up. Yeah. <laughs> you messed up. Can I change your mind? Yeah. Yeah. Like that. They Thank can't do you. That. Next. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, boy. Man, you guys went there. Hey, we're yeah. going to take a quick musical break, and we will be back in a minute. We're really enjoying this with Jaden Watkins. If you want to see her and us over on Facebook Live and the conversation that follows, come join us at Varsity Radio Show Facebook Live. That's <laughs> one of the things I love about sports, though, is like people stirring the pot. I love the, mm. the trash talk. And so there's a lot of it this year. The bulletin board material. Like Bo Nix ain't scared of Bama or something. Okay. Uh. <laughs> I don't know why you wouldn't. He, be. you know, he got a little. I mean, I know, you, I know, you're not being weighed down by that lead weight Gus Malzahn anymore. But I mean, like, let's let's pump the brakes here, bud. There's also probably about five teams in front of Alabama. He should be scared of before he even thinks about us too. Like, they're not looking. You know, we'll see. <laughs> but y'all need to worry about Georgia. Yeah. God, last year, you, like Georgia put a a uh, what was it a 40 year anniversary patch on their uniforms, <laughs> like. Whose idea was that? Like, hey guys, let's remind everybody we haven't won a championship in almost half a century. Like, whose idea was that? Their last big one to celebrate. Goodness gracious. You know, like, hey, it's been 40 years since we've had anything else good happen on here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Usually it's like, oh no, it's been 40 years since we won. We better do something about that. They're like, 40 years since greatness. Wow. We Celebrated. want to commemorate. The team that won this for us 40 years ago. So, in other words, we want to commemorate Herschel Walker. Yeah. Because that was the only reason. And pre, was a beast. Pre-2010 Auburn, I mean, they Herschel. had won one in 1952, but it took 57. Them, 57, yeah. It took them It took them a whole 53 years then. So. 53 years and $180,000. Yeah. <laughs> is, uh, is that it? <laughs> I mean, that's what, that's, that's what they said Cam Newton got paid. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not bitter. Uh his his you know it what name I likeness whatever I bet mm-hmm. it was in the millions. Oh, I'm sure his name and image and yeah. yeah if the same laws applied now that uh, that didn't apply back then, Cam Newton would be. Can you imagine a lot. what Tim Tebow would have been worth? I know Ooh. he'd have a deal with Lifeway so fast. He oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. Back then, that would have mattered. And like right now, a big, no. a big thing, like speaking as a college student, like a big thing for college athletes is going to be their their TikTok TikTok pages that they can now monetize. Um, there's a gymnast out of LSU that's a big uh, TikTok personality, and uh, she's the most followed NCAA athlete. And as soon as that uh, rule went into effect, like it was midnight on a Thursday a few weeks ago, her face with like LSU's logo and everything was in Times Square. Like, it was her doing a routine, and that showed, like, Olivia Dunn. There she is right there, and it was in Times Square. It was nuts. Wow. But she's uh, she's already an influencer. And and she's she always, got paid for that. You know she, she oh, yeah, did. she's worth a whole lot uh, now. Now she hasn't hit the uh, the Alabama starting quarterback kind of money yet. But, but um, you know, as a recruit, okay, uh, I was wondering how that would affect our recruiting. Well, it will, but it will think affect about us. This. It'll be a benefit to us. But that, that's what I was yeah. going to say. Think about this. If you can just become the starting quarterback at Alabama, just become yeah, that's that's it. You can make a million dollars. Right. This sounds like the plot to like. I mean, to like every. Well, you would be there, wouldn't you, Jaden? I mean, that's like a million bucks whatever. in a week. This honestly like, we're sounds. Still going. This sounds like the motive to to future episodes of Forty Eight Hours. <laughs> like 
That's such a great selling to be point. The college quarterback. Not only can you win <laughs> six national championships, not only will you be in world class athletes that we change all the time, you can make a million dollars. And there will be, you know, hundreds of thousands best of coaches ever. Little boys and girls in uh in the southeast playing as you in the their favorite video game that's too. Right. Like, that's just that we're that in New Jersey is an like awesome crazy. Feeling. Yeah. Brad just wants me in a video game. I do. I, that was That's always my is. that was my dream growing up. I used to be. Now uh, they have make a player, so you can be. Right. Yeah. 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 My my road to glory uh, had the same <laughs> had the same build and stature, but a little bit of different like speed. But stats. he can move yeah. really fast. Oh, yeah. 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 One hundred blocking, one hundred catching, one hundred speed. Blocking. Like yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Except I gave myself muscles. I have. I, I was not. No, I was honest. I did with not. Oh, I wasn't. I didn't no, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I was. A, I was built a lot more athletic back then than I am now. Uh-huh. So, it's okay though. I yeah. had a friend that did his creative player, and he uh, was an offensive lineman, and somehow got won the Heisman 30. Trophy. I was <laughs> like, how did you? Minute thirty. One pancake block per snap. <laughs> <laughs> Who won the Husband Trophy? Uh, my friend, when he, uh, he did a creative player as an offensive lineman, he also oh, he? he's yeah. a Tennessee fan, and uh, we went over and played one day, and we played Tennessee and Alabama, and just like in 2009, I I blocked the game winning field goal. Nice. Wow! Yeah, I had like never five overtime game. Did he cry? I have never did he cry? ever blocked a field goal or a punt. In I was I was at his house when that happened. Room wow. full of Tennessee and Alabama fans. I was getting ready to shake his hand and be like, "All right, man, it was a good game." You know, Bama came close, and then Mount Cody just came up, Thank and God that ball hit his Cody. armpit. And I've never seen anybody in more shock or disbelief. I did um, not see that coming. I love you, Eric. But that's what are it, you it, talking it about? Is. In real life, 2009 uh, when that yeah. happened. It was. Uh, I watched that live. I was sick. It was 12 to 10, and I was uh, I was up. I was nine years old standing up and i nervous we when we always ate at the dinner table 30 seconds saturday saturday afternoon football we always uh we would eat our like football food or whatever and my brother and i would sit on a towel on the living room floor but i looked away like i couldn't stand it but i looked back (laughs) just in time for the ball to be snapped and then here comes terrence cody most bizarre. Thank you, Mount Cody, it and that nuts. began the streak. Of I us have a poster beating of the that. living snot out of Tennessee <laughs> for a while. All right, ten seconds. You have a poster of it. I have a poster of that. Yeah, from a calendar, a so Daniel good. Moore calendar. Oh, Daniel Moore. All right, we're back with the legend, Jaden Watkins. That song was vibey. I like, I like yeah. I like the music that when they come in. Steven does such a good Steven, job. Steven does so good on like introing and outroing music. He's Thanks, so guys. Good. You're welcome, bud. Uh. But Jaden, uh, what if everything could go perfectly for you in the next four years? That's what you got four years, I'm guessing. Yes. What does that look like? Um. And how do you think you're gonna accomplish it? Well, everything could go perfectly. I would um, graduate from Freed Hardman and come out with a elementary education degree which I think I'm going to switch to and I saw that. move back here and start my life <laughs> but hopefully that's how it goes oh I want to hear about your sports career at Freed Hardman though. okay okay <laughs> <laughs> I like that uh, and I think that's awesome what's your what's your okay what is your reasonable expectation for this next year at Freed Hardman um, to go there, not get a lot of playing time, but I really hope I do, which I think I will. And um, 
I hope to help us lead to a um, the national tournament to have a presence there and maybe go further than that. Awesome. Jameson? Um, have you thought anything about what kind of influence you want to have while you're there? Um, I definitely want to be... Uh, have like more of a senior role on the team even though I'll be a freshman I want to be a leader and encourager and um, just an all around team player and like really be there for my team what what about what have you learned about leadership um, coming from high school like what kind of leadership lessons do you think you'll take to Freed Hardman um to not be so mean about it <laughs> <laughs> mean about what exactly? <laughs> like, uh, you know, if we're losing, not to just like get mad and like yell at them to <laughs> encourage. Because I've had some teammates like that to encourage them and just build them up and not tear them down while we're down. That makes sense. That makes yeah. perfect sense. Absolutely. Um. So, I always expect this, and I never have anything ready. So, um, what, um. How does how does the uh, the volleyball schedule in college work? So like you've got your games and everything, but what's the what's the postseason look like? It's, so you said that, like something about a tournament. Uh yes, the postseason. Um, I'm not really sure, but I know if how we do in conference determines like who will play in the conference tournament. I think, and then after conference tournament, we'll go to uh, maybe a uh, like a nationals tournament. Or something like that. Gotcha. I think. And then the end, like the championship game of that tournament, would be the championship for the, the, for whole, the year. Yes. Awesome. It's neat. So we'll be rooting for you against the other teams in your conference to get there first. Yes. So. I got a question. Okay, Jaden. I've been watching the Olympics here lately, and there are guys indoor volleyball teams. Yes. Tell me about that. Is that normal? I've not seen that around here. Uh, yeah. There's actually some college men volleyball teams, which is really neat, and they can jump out the roof like it's insane you and think maybe they should have high school teams I think for guys so. yes yeah yeah that would be really good i would have joined i would have played yeah if Me i could have made it <laughs> all day long so they're they're talking about um the athletes like size because i've watched some of these men's games and they're like 6 10 6 11 and they have like what is it like 300 300 something centimeter jumps which is that's like 10 it's not feet. intimidating at all they can <laughs> jump they can jump like over 10 feet and everything that's like that's yeah that's, that's insane. insane can you jump 10 feet uh not yet not 10 feet <laughs> not yet. working on it yeah, yeah she's gonna get there yeah, i'm gonna get there goals <laughs> yeah so how do you you know before a game i think every athlete has like butterflies nerves stuff like that how do you deal with that what is what is your strategy on that um well i usually listen to music and i try to talk to get the jitters out um but usually i just try to like have mental talks with myself and just be like you're gonna be okay you're you're gonna be fine you know what you're doing and um try to just talk to my teammates and talk about the game and like our plan for the game and how it's going to go it's awesome awesome jameson <laughs> seth you're bebopping over there i am bebopping uh -huh. it's, it's a good nice day. little dance um so I, I had this question i think you've answered it a little well when we asked you like what made you want to go to free hardman you talked about the atmosphere and what what else was it like is there was there any other competitive draw for you like 
what what got the hook in your mouth? Uh, it's the weirdest way I've ever asked that question. <laughs> um, um, yes, yes, it was. Yes. <laughs> I don't really know, honestly. Probably the distance, I guess. Yeah. Away from home. Like, where where are they in, like, in their conference and things like that? Are they a competitive school? Or are they uh, are they in like a rebuild phase, and you want to be a part of that coming up? Or? Yes. Oh, definitely a rebuild phase. I would agree. Was that something that appealed to you, kind of being on on a team that can, like, perhaps be a change? Yes. What are the biggest rival games that you play at Freed Hardman? Who who are the people that you really want? Who's your, who's your Auburn and Tennessee? Yes. Um, I would say probably for them would probably be Martin Methodist or... Um, uh, I know most of our conference is like um, Michigan mm-hmm. huh. or M- Missouri. I don't know. Whatever states besides Tennessee. Um, Missouri. Yeah. yeah, Missouri. And um, either them or Cumberland. Cumberland. Yes. Is Lee University as well? Are they in your... Uh, no, yeah. I think okay. Lee's a D2. Gotcha. It's Covenant? Uh, no, no, they're D3. Okay. Oh, I'm learning. I'm learning <laughs> uh, the range here. I've, I've visited the campus of, of Lee University several times growing up in the Church of God. It was like a rite of passage. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, oh, man, I had, I had a question. I had a comment, and it went. It left. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like with all these Christian colleges, I feel like the rivalry week just needs to be called the Holy War. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Appropriate. Um, Appropriate. <laughs> Jaden, we I'm not in charge of this kind of things, but I should be. It's a good, it's a good idea. There's Solid. No, no bloodshed except for the kills. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Hey. There we go. There's the kills. So, Jaden, we just really appreciate you being on the show with us and spending the day with us, and we can't wait to see what you end up doing with Freed Hardman, mm-hmm. and uh, we hope you make that national tournament. Thank you. It was good being here. Thank y'all for having me. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, you can stay with us as long as you want, but we're glad you're here. So who's I noticed we didn't talk about it, but Brandon Lake. So you're are you a Brandon Lake fan? Yes. yes. Okay. Who is that? Worship. Well, I haven't good. even heard of him since like two weeks ago till a friend like introduced me to him. But I've been hmm. listening to his music and it's really good. Okay. Yeah. I, I had never heard of him. But, well, uh, he was originally like signed, I think, as as a Bethel artist because he's from South Carolina. But you know, since then he's you know collabed with Bethel and now I think he does a lot of things, obviously with Elevation. You know, I think they worked together and on the uh, Graves in the Gardens record, and yeah, that was good. Um, and even on the uh, church basement stuff, him yeah. and Maverick City and and Elevation. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Nice. What has it got to be like to be Maverick City to know that you are carrying the entire worship industry on your back? <laughs> like, they're really good. They Steven are. in the radio business, who's the hottest Christian artist right now that you would say? Oh, the hottest Christian artist, depending on what style of music you're looking at. If you're looking at what we play here on the station, yeah, exactly. Crowder's at the top. Mm. He's okay. one of the top artists right Does he now. have a new album? Uh, he he has He's some new stuff new. out. Milk, gotcha. Milk and Honey is the name of the new uh, album he has out. Really okay. good stuff. Huh. Yeah. Good God Almighty is on there. That's a really hot That's one. That's an right. interesting song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, right now, Toby Mack actually took the took it so toby max on top help is on the way like huh. man, it's a good one that's like, what a comeback story like, that's he's like yeah. the tiger woods Look, of ccm i'm gonna go ahead and tell you 
this is no disrespect. This is so much respect for it. Like, if you would have told somebody back in like 1991 <laughs> that 30 years later, Toby Mac is still going to be killing in the charts. I mean, like, just think about that. Like, the longevity of that is just insane. If you would have told any of the band members that, uh, let's see, Michael Tate was going to be heading the News Newsboys, Boys, right? That I never on. saw coming. Yeah. They were competition yeah, back in the day. Yeah, they were. Then I saw it was a, I think it was a concert in Nashville that the Newsboys were playing. Toby Mac came on for a special guest appearance, and they did some some DC talk stuff. Nice. Wow. Yeah, it's good. Now Kevin Max is weird. He's yeah. kind of out in left field all the time. So <laughs> I don't know if he'll ever get back with the guys. But they used to do a, a cruise like every year. Maybe mm-hmm. they don't want him to. The the maybe ba- they the, don't. the Babylon Bee had one of the DC talk. I think they had I Kevin. Think, I had yeah, Kevin, Kevin Max. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a really good interview. It was. I remember it. Um, they, they, the guy they come the, up with some really the, funny articles. The Christian Metal. Um, he was a really interesting guy. Hey, Josiah. Uh, Brian. No, they didn't do Head Welch. Um, My wife just said Josiah's watching. Hey, Josiah. What's the name of that band? Not Skillet, is it? No. My son like loves Slayer. the song was next the to Slayer? me. Striper. 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 Bye. Yeah, and they, the the blue and, and the yellow and black. Yeah. Jordan Fleece. Oh man, Striper, the Christian Slayer. <laughs> yeah. Y'all remember Petra? Uh, yellow and black attack. Petra, yellow and black attack. Petra. 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 Aren't they the one that the ones that had that record uh, to HE double hockey sticks? You, with you the never heard. Yes. You never heard yeah. Petra. And then, no. did you ever hear a... Audio Adrenaline? No. No. <laughs> Audio Adrenaline was good. Uh uh-uh. Jars of look? Jars of Clay. They were good oh, too. Jars of Clay. Mm-hmm. They were good. You've heard of. Uh, DC Talk, they were oh. Toby Mac and Kevin. Audio Adrenaline. Does anybody remember Audio Adrenaline? That's what I just said. Uh uh-uh. uh. They were, like so, they were like good. That. You would have liked them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He defended that on the on the you interview. You can't defend that. You need yours. Are you a subscriber? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I listened to all of them in the subscriber portions. He de- he defended it and he did a pretty good job at it. Defending you remember what? the just his interesting choice of words when describing. God, like no. it's not, it's it's uh it's interesting. So it's different. There are people going through this. They're calling it deconstruction. Oh, that's it's a well. Sad this thing. was back in the nineties. Uh, yeah, too, though. but now I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing some artists go through this deconstruction phase. Like Kevin Max, I think, was one of them. Yeah. And that I was uh, reading recently. Le- Lecrae is swaying on some issues you shouldn't sway as, as yeah. sway on as a Christian. Don't sway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't sway. Hawkeye. Sway not lest you oh, be yeah. swayed. Yeah. I think yeah. you know. That sounds like deconstruction, a Gen Z Deconstruction is, is, like, it's healthy for you to review why you believe what you believe. Right. And to back that up. But I think people stop in the middle of this process of deconstruction and they never put it back together. Right. They, they come to a place of, well, none of this, I can't make sense of it. Like, we are trying to perceive a divine, all-knowing, omniscient, uh, sovereign God. That knows everything. We don't have the capacity to comprehend him and I and I That's think good. it's a really uh, good way of putting it. To True. try, it's like we're trying to stuff ten pounds of sugar in a five pound bag. You know, don't it, we don't have the capacity for it. So that's where your like faith has to be uh, integral to that. Like you have to be okay not knowing. You have to be okay because that's like that's where trust and faith come in. And I think that's um, I think God's most glorified when you say I don't understand God, but I know this, this, and this about you, and that that points me to believe. That you are good, that you are real, and I, even though I don't, it doesn't feel safe or it doesn't feel 
resolve to me in my mind. I, I'm going to trust oh, wait, you. Wait, five seconds? Sorry. Okay. I, I didn't mean to start preaching, but yeah. Good. Um, <laughs> I like go. where you're going with that. Yeah. It's time for the Varsity Freestyle. Alright, that lets you know that it's time. Just like old times there. Yeah, it's with the time harmony. for you <laughs> to win two tickets. Count them to two. the Boaz Non Cinema, and we're gonna start by asking a question. You're the gonna call in. I've got to mention something though. Yeah, go ahead. This would be the last week we can do it. Oh, uh, they're gonna be closing soon. Did yeah. you see that? No. I did. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Let me let me double check it. We so, may have we may have one more month, but let me just double check. So I know that uh, you guys here on the show talk great about them, but honestly, from like an independent, since I'm not a part of the show anymore, that is an awesome movie theater. I've never had better movie theater popcorn. I'm not sure what they do there, but that theater is Skills. fantastic. And uh, and Skills. I like I like the smaller theaters. Like mm-hmm. the yeah. it's, it's it's a, a more intimate, intimate experience. experience. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jinx you Soda. We yeah. do we do have until August thirty first. They're doing August one more 31st. month. I'll have one to go month. see a couple more movies there then. That's it's sad. really a unique theater. But in thank, all seriousness. thank you to the the people at Boaz Nine for everything you've done for you know Marshall County providing us that entertainment. So long. Yeah. And so if long. it's if it's our fault as the consumer, uh, we are sorry as well. <laughs> uh, but. But we wish you the best in your next adventure. But if you want to give out the buttered popcorn recipe, I'm just <laughs> for real. He might sell it on the black market. Anyway, we're going to ask question number one. You're going to call in. Jaden's going to ask you question number two. And if you can make it to question number three, and I know you will. I know you will. We're going to give you question number three from the redhead. The redhead over here. I'll bring it. This has been a while. Uh, which fictional city is the home of Batman? Hmm. Which fictional city is the home of Batman? What is that answer? Want to be on the radio? Call us now at 256-505-0885. Man, oh man. Uh, it's time to win. This is what we call nine. a slam dunk question, ladies and gentlemen. If uh, if you don't know where Batman lives, um, does that mean you are Batman? I think yes. Huh? Well, no, because then you'd you'd have to know where you lived. I mean, like I'm just saying, he, they've never seen Batman and them in the same place. So that passes the logic test. True. And if you stand that up to no more specific logic, yeah, I don't tests, know what logic means in 2021 anymore. Well, I look at logic <laughs> in the classical perspective of like there's a you know, if this, not this, if mm-hmm. this, but this, if this, not the opposite of that. So, so like, I'm it's so they're, ma- they're mathematical right equations. That's what logic is. To so me. my previous, did you catch that, or you lost his last year's Easter eggs like yeah. I am? Uh, <laughs> I, <lost>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was gone with you, so if that helps you. But, so does that mean that like my my pain baloney is hot dog pancakes? Does that like does that mean it's true? <sighs> Kinda. Because I mean it's. It's flat meat. You know, when in, I go to circular camp, shape, I take pancakes and I put the sausage link in the middle. That's smart. And it's it's just better. It just is. It's an it's there's just something it's an about effective those. way to use that sausage. It's like they made pancakes out of packing peanuts. It's like a giant pig in a blanket that you could pour syrup on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and tell you. If you're um, still watching out there, all this logic is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't tell you guys about my encounter with a major league baseball player while I was in Washington. That's pretty cool. Uh, I was on my way to a restaurant that uh, a man in our church here. He uh, he had a daughter, 
He, he still has her. She, she's still here. Thank you. Um, I'm glad she, she is. She used to work in Washington, D.C., and he would come up here all the time. And I said, hey, man, where do I need to go eat? And he said, if I were to die tomorrow and God said I could eat one more place, he's like, I'm eating at this place. And I was like, okay, cool. Was so, it that good? It was good. And that I, good? It was that good. Like, I went there. Yeah. It looked like it looked like somebody had taken a wing of Teddy steak. Roosevelt's house and just made a restaurant out of it. Like, wow. it looks like somewhere where the Bull Moose Party still meets. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, if you're a history buff, you'll get that joke. Yep. Um, <laughs> Can you bring this up in 40 again? Steven, I'm a bus you. the corner, and um, by the way, Google Maps, the walking directions was surprisingly reliable. Oh, good. Um, and I see this family getting these bikes that you can rent there in the city to, to ride around. Yeah. You know, and um, I look and I was like, that's a big kid. Wait a minute. I recognize that kid. And I looked around and I like, because I kind of walked off a little bit. Then I turned around and I was like, I know that guy from somewhere. And I looked at him dead in the eye, and he looked at me, and I looked at him, and I realized who it was. I was staring at Juan Soto, the right fielder for the Washington Nationals, who I'd just seen in the home run derby two nights before, just standing there with his family. And I was like, wow, what? And I didn't want, I like, my first thought was, do get a picture. And then my second thought was, don't do that. Uh, because he's here with his family. They're on the All Star break. They don't get a lot of time together. Let him be with his family. Uh, but, like, he kind of scooted away on his little scooter and um some of his family members were still there and i said hey was that juan soto or am i crazy they said no you're not crazy that's juan and i was like oh my gosh he said yeah we're just spending time with him while he's while he's on you know before he has to go back and play again so that was a pretty cool thing because like i looked at this guy and he looked at me and i was like you're not taller than i am like i can play baseball like i got inspired that what happened in that moment and then then i (laughs) then i went ate that sandwich and felt like a balloon like just like a big bloated blimp and i said you know what i can't play baseball baseball." (laughs) because i'm not juan soto but it was a cool thing it was nice to dream for a little while it was was... but uh i mean yeah he just like i forget that the guy's like just a 23 year old guy that's just hanging with his family and just wanting to have fun yeah um we lose that sometimes when we see them on on TV, you know, and in their uniform and just, yeah. you know, wowing us with their ability. But yeah. yeah, yeah, it was just really cool. Yeah, that was a nice story. Thanks. I would not have been as selfless in that situation. <laughs> You'd have been like, yo! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Brad would have been like, take a picture with me! Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I like to think that Juan sometimes thinks about me and be like, that guy, that guy that didn't take a picture with me, I like him. If I see him again, we're going to hang. I like to think that that's what he thinks, but it's probably not probably what he thought i did get mistaken to somebody else while i was walking uh to the restaurant i i, I was waiting to cross the street well, they, who'd they think you were uh somebody named adam glicksby or something yeah so they were like adam legit. adam and i was like who's adam like i'm looking around and there's this girl walking with somebody and she's like 10 feet away from me and she all of a sudden realizes i'm not adam and she's like oh oh and i'm like yeah um, it's not me. Did she tell you his name, like the full name? Yeah, she's, yeah. she's like Adam Glicksby, and I was like Jameson Fowler, and she's <laughs> like, "Oh, you're not Adam, no, ma'am. I'm sorry." And I don't know. I awkwardly apologize for not being somebody that I'm not. Like, what is wrong? You with should have been like Adam must How have a really nice you? beard. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, Adam must be a hot guy. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, 
Sure, doppel doppelganger. Maybe. Yeah. Which I mean, doppelgangers yeah. aren't hard for me because I'm just bald and bearded, so I look like half what, of the uh, world. To anybody who isn't around many redheads, I look like every other redhead, <laughs> like Ed Sheeran included. Brad, like, you do not look like every other redhead. I'm pretty unique. I like to you think. stand yeah. out. You're you're a unicorn. Yeah, we don't all look the same, people. We yeah, don't all we look don't. The sassy same. one, but you're a unicorn. You. Hey, look. Thank you. If you if you're gonna have a unicorn. Might as well have one sass, a little bit sass. A little sass. Jen, have you met anybody that looks like you? Um, actually, yeah, I have. Uh, one of my best friends from Boaz, her name's Journey Odin. Everybody nice. says that we look alike. And Twins. We get it. Yes. Twins. <laughs> Twins. Do y'all look at each other and you're like, I don't see it? Or is it like, no, it makes sense? Uh, Sometimes, but then I'll look at her and I'll be like, whoa, I thought you were me. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> That's whoa. <wild. laughs> I had somebody Awkward. at work. They we got were like, ten seconds. I had somebody at work say, "I don't know who that guy was." Yeah, this is that that random Viking looking dude, and I was ah! like, oh, "I didn't know whether to be offended or prideful." I, I didn't know. <laughs> hey, we don't want you to lose your opportunity to spend the last month at the Boaz Non Cinema that you can. Opportunities knocking people. Some really good Someone needs to there. answer the door. So the question is this: All you need to do is call two five six five eight two eight five zero. I'm five zero five zero eight eight five. Five zero five zero eight eight five. Words are hard. Uh, yes, if you call in, you're going to have a great day and probably end up with movie tickets. And you know the answer to this. What fictional city is Batman from? Two five six five zero five zero eight eight five. That. That sounded like that was going to be a good <laughs> Who was talking about the what? <laughs> Who were you about, about to dox there? Whose phone number was that? <laughs> Our churches. Oh, okay, gotcha. Oh, They'd man. be calling LC like... You know, answer the answer hey, the question. Hey, Pastor yeah. Gary. Uh, Batman. I don't know. Um, do you mean to call the varsity? Yeah. I just did an impersonation of my pastor. I, don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I didn't mean to do that. Where so, does our voice in man live? Oh, yeah. Close. Ask, yeah. <laughs> we should have talked about the whole Indians Guardians thing. Yeah, I think the I, Guardians I, I, sounds like a twelve U baseball team. It like, does sound weird. It has a local meaning though. They've got this bridge in Cleveland and it's got the four guardians of transportation or whatever. Yeah, and they're the all guardians of traffic. Yeah, yeah, they're holding separate My son just sent in the answer. Oh. <laughs> I know he can't win, but Does he know the other two? Good for you, Josiah. <laughs> he said since he said oh, there's somebody oh, oh. since I can't call him Here we go. That's right, Josiah. You are awesome. Welcome to the Varsity Radio Show. Yeah. <laughs> Who do we have on the line? The answer is Gotham. That's right. That's where it's for. Yeah. It's not. I'm not the hero they deserve, but I'm the one they got. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling the Varsity yes. Radio Show. Hey, hey, if you'll hang on the line, we got two more wait, questions got, yeah, for we you. Got, that's what I was gonna say. Don't don't leave us. Don't leave us. Jaden is gonna ask you a question right now. Go ahead, Jaden. Okay. Uh, Steve Harvey is the game show host. What's that show called? Steve Harvey, host of what game show? The first word is family. The second word means fighting. Okay. Family. Family matters. No, close, no, close, close, close. close. That's Steve another Urkel, word not for five. It also starts with the letter F and ends with ood, ood. 
<laughs> Help me out, guys! <laughs> I, I think if you had a speech impediment, it might be a way you pronounce food. Um, family. family. It starts with F and rhymes you. with with mood. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> you. <laughs> Are you there? Are you still with us? Are you still here? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the first word is what? Family. The second word is starts with an F U E D. Fine. First of all, Seth just misspelled it. Yeah. So F E U D. It's like food, but it's but I didn't spell fun either. I did. Repeat after me. Family feud. Say it. Just say family feud. Family view. There you Family go. View. Good job. Yes. All right. All right. Nice. Third question coming Third up. Question. And hopefully this will be a little bit easier for you. The best-selling soft drink on Earth was also the first soft drink in space. What soft drink is that? Coke. There you yes. go. Right. Congratulations. Wow. If you'll stay on the line, our uh, Willy Wonka Radio Steven will uh, tell you how to get your prize. Yes. <laughs> Thanks for calling. <laughs> stay on the line. There we go, baby. That's how it's done. <laughs> All right. Let me get this. So here. many hints. Blended from Bob's Burgers. All right. Boaz Nine Cinema tickets. All right. What's your name? This whole show was worth this okay. breakdown that Brian's having right now. He still didn't even say feud. They said family feud. I know. Awesome. Thanks, Kate. Hey, you know what? The D was silent. It's okay. Oh. It's okay. Uh, that was just. That a, was a win. And then the way, like the way that Seth first misspelled I it, just and then they said <laughs> a word completely uh, way out of the but way. Did, but they didn't. They said fun. Yeah, Even after I spell I mean, yeah, it that yeah, way. Family fun. You know what? That's and that's I know who's on have. there. That's what you have on Family Feud. Is yes. Family fun. Family fun. Um, and Steve Sounds Harvey always giving, giving people a, just a befuddled look for every answer, which is yes. never, it's He's never hilarious. not hilarious. Like, it's funny every He's time a funny he does guy. it. He's a funny guy. Oh, man. But I love how he was like, family matters. And I was like, that's Steve Urkel, friend, not Steve Harvey. That's <laughs> Steve. Did I do that? It's um, a good show. The intro music is the best. Like, you know. It's a rare condition in this day and age. Uh, I can't remember. That I can't story. remember yeah, but, yeah. the rest either. But, but that is that that lead in with the uh, the harmonizing ah yeah, uh, bursting out of every scene. Uh, <laughs> belt it, Seth. I'm trying. Uh, we need the words in front of us. Uh, no, we don't. So. It's okay. Don't <laughs> Steven. No. Uh, <laughs> Steven said the day's been long enough. Uh, <laughs> the struggle has been extra real. I'll do anything for you. But I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and you won't get me in the uh, Oscar Mayer wiener vehicle. <sighs> because it's ridiculous. We still stuck on it that? Makes yes. No Wait, sense. hey, so I have, I have a sticker on my water bottle that says, I saw it. And it's because I saw, <laughs> I saw, I saw the Oscar Mayer wiener bill yeah, at the yeah. Arab Walmart like mm-hmm. two right. years ago. Yeah. 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 That's the only way they're going to get you to shop. That's, how close, that's <laughs> how close we were to being in there Sorry, doing our show. Competition. Just saying. Here we go, guys. You want to, uh, well, 
Let's do a little yeah, uh, let's sponsor stuff. Here we go. Today we want to tell you about Char Burger. It's the home of the famous Char Grill Wildcat Burger, Chicken Fingers, Philly Cheese Steaks, and Jumbo Crispy Onion Rings. They also have a little something else, too. I think three of us had a salad today. It was good. Jaden, how was your salad? It was really good. I've never had their salad before. Yeah, and their, their chicken. not a disappointment. It was a grilled chicken salad. It was seasoned just right. They do great work over there at Char Burger. Hallelujah. B&B Video Games, one of the coolest owners I've ever met anywhere, and it's appropriate, appropriately placed right by the Pizza Hut, 80-style arcade, and uh, they have a retail store in the front, they have an arcade in the back, and it is a the fun place to be. The business is up front, the party's in the back. And he's not wrong. Okay, and then Boas Non-Cinema. It's your semi-circle experience that you have a semi-short time to still experience. That's right. Uh, they're closing August 31st. Uh, if you haven't been, you need to go. It has been a staple here in Marshall County for several years. and um, Long time. Yeah. Looking to get back out there after COVID-19. That's a great place to go to. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. This was a huge part of my it, childhood. Man. And it's very sad to see it like gone. I remember it when it was yeah. the Nova 9. Yes, before it was too. the Boaz 9. I remember it. The uh, non cinema. It was the hottest thing in town because before that, all we had was the Mall Garden Theater over at the Crossroads Mall, and it was just a. I think they only had the two. The Crossroads theaters. had a movie theater. It yes. was it like you go behind it, and when my sister huh. worked at it at the Mall Garden Theater, I've been there. I remember my dad took me as an eight-year-old child to watch uh, Star Wars Episode One. Um, my dad, a you know, <laughs> Vietnam vet. Uh, been there watching Star Wars. To this day, he does not remember taking me to see that film. And I'm like, Dad, you took me to see like my first Star Wars movies. I don't, I don't know what you're talking it about. Was, it was memorable. Uh, it was, it memorable. was memorable for me. Like I remember being eight years old, and when Darth Maul comes on the screen and turns on that lightsaber, my my jaw just dropped, and I was like, Oh my gosh! Your mom, so, your mom, Brad says, thanks for having this awesome guest host today. I worked from home today so I could watch. Kim, Aww. you didn't have to now, work hold from on. home for me. Miss Kim, that was very kind of you. Uh, but when Brad left, we were promised a breakfast with the, yeah. the Hudson. <laughs> we, were, we were promised a Hudson breakfast. We were. This. This was, there was a breakfast. And we and I watched your family, and it looks so fun. And uh, not to invite myself. But no, we're inviting ourselves at this point. We were with promised. With the varsity was something that I was looking forward to, and I'll just throw that out there, Miss Kim. Let's get so, anyway. let's get Davy dude on that. And we'll anyway, so <laughs> Jaden, what is what's the first movie you ever watched? Since we're talking about movie theaters, first one you ever watched? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> first one you ever remember watching at yes. the theater? Okay, uh, definitely the Justin Bieber movie <laughs> when Whoa! it. <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> the Justin Bieber movie. Wow. I forgot that happened. You know what mine was? Uh, yeah. Mine is Shrek. The Lamb Before Don't Time. Get... The Lamb Before Time. The Lamb Before Time. The Lamb yes. Before Time. The, like, lamb? the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. Before Time. Lamb. Listen up. Kim's invi- Look, she's inviting us. She's inviting us. You'll have to work that out. Yeah, we'll for work real. that out. I mean, what do you she'll do? Have for real looks fun. She'll have to have me over, too. Yeah, so. we'll have to work this out. <laughs> Can Ken? Brad come also? I mean, I would kind of feel weird if Brad wasn't there. I don't know. Know. Not well, weird. No, I mean, no, I feel like Kim no, is cool enough, no. but like... She is. I need She's your brother awesome. to be there too, She's so we can awesome. talk about like unique professionalism or whatever word yeah. I kept using yeah. that time. What is Sanchez Watkins' high school musical? Something professionalism. Yeah. What was that? Is that what you watch? 
I guess. I don't remember High School it, but... Musical and Gadsden. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's what she... Steven, what was yours? Oh, first one in the theater. First one I can remember really going to see in my childhood, Stargate. Really? SG-1 or just Stargate? No, just the Stargate, Stargate. Yep. Oh, Before man. the franchise ever started. So y'all tell me, y'all help me on this one. It was either Land Before Time or Lion King, whichever one came out first. Land Before Time, definitely. I thought so. Uh, yep. Yeah. Littlefoot and Petrie and yes. Sarah. Oh, yep. my gosh. Yes, yep. I remember them. And oh, the in the Jungle Book, the original Jungle Book. I remember watching that. Uh, I mean, I think the first movie I ever went and saw in theaters was, uh, was probably like 101 Dalmatians, but it was the thing that I got, I got drugged to. I was not there for it. <laughs> uh, I remember my dad took me, like, picked us up from a churchyard sale, um, and I went from being out in the blistering hot the sun, you know, the summer between second and third grade to to being whisked away into this movie theater and um that might have been one of the last movies no me and my dad went saw fury together i did i did take him to see fury uh but anyway yeah star wars episode one still the best score the best music of a star wars movie to date the best one like it'll never be taught last movie you watched um theaters uh marvel endgame Ah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I finally I'm trying it. to think of the last time I've been in a movie theater. <laughs> me and Liz, me and Liz yeah. went a few weeks ago to see A Quiet Place 2. How was it? Oh, it was great. Such a good movie. Oh. Was man. it terrifying? It, it in the best way. It's very suspenseful, very well done. Um Yeah, I loved it and I want more of it. Yeah, mm. it was really great. I went a couple weeks ago and saw Black Widow. How, How was it? It's good. It was a little slower than most Marvel movies, but it was good. Was it weird seeing David Harbour? Um, yes, not in Stranger Things, but like, yeah. he, but in Stranger Things and like the new <laughs> series, like we see him in like a Russian work camp, right? And now he's got the Russian Russian. Accent. Like, mm-hmm. how weird was that? Ooh, right. It's translated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, we uh, got the horn coming up. Let's do it. Very good. It's still going to be a minute eight. So oh. we got some time. Yeah. He got a solid before the dead. <laughs> I noticed you guys aren't the unofficial Varsity Radio Show. You're uh, now finally able to get yeah. the unofficial taken off. How, was that? I bet that was quite the process. It took what two years before yeah. we could get it done. So yeah, they finally took care of it for us. When we started the Varsity Radio Show, it had unofficial in front of it. The for Facebook two years. page, like we it was, a, it was a Facebook page rule yeah. so that you can't commit fraud or whatever through a Facebook page. But we were just trying to have our radio station. Yeah. We our, weren't we weren't like trying to get money from anybody telling we were like a, right. a prince of a country or something. We just wanted to, to But it said unofficial, unofficial colon. The varsity radio show is the worst. It kind of felt so more rebellious. Like yeah. just edgy. Yeah. It's the unofficial yeah. varsity radio Pirate show. Radio. Yeah. Kind of had a good <laughs> feel to it. Pirate radio. Yeah, something like that. Like given given the twenty seconds like, you know just, What's the what are your podcast platforms? Um, Everything. Oh, here. Um, I got, well, all over the place. Buzzsprout, Apple Podcast, okay. uh, Spotify, Spotify, Spotify. Stitcher? All Y'all stuff. throw Jaden in there. Stuff. That sound lets you know that it is the end of the show. And this is the part where I'm going to tell you where you can find yes. us throughout the week. I know, so, you're sad out there. So on Facebook, the Varsity Radio Show is where you can find us. We do Facebook Lives. We post those there. We keep you updated throughout the week. Jaden's going to tell you about our Instagram. Uh, our Instagram is varsity underscore radio underscore show. And Jameson's going to let you know about our Twitter handle. And all the Twitters. All the Twitters. You can find us at Varsity Radio 885. And then finally, the podcasts are posted. 
on everywhere. 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 everywhere you can everywhere. find podcasts. That includes We're there. Buzzsprout, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. So several different options for you there. Yeah. Oddbot. That's not a thing. That's not real. I'm just making that up. Oddbots uh, is a kid's video. My little girl loves it. Podbots? Oh, man. See, I'm out here naming things. I don't even just know. Learn. Just Oddbots. learn. Just learn. Yep. I am speaking hey, truth. We are so glad that, that you joined that us for this show. We're so glad that Jaden was with us. Yes. Thank you, Jaden. Glad Thanks to be here. sticking around. She's, she's fun. She's going to do amazing in college. And so we're proud of her. Gunnersville is proud of her. And we hope that... You and everybody out there have a wonderful week, and we'll see you back next week. 88.5 JFM, the Varsity Radio Show. Y'all stay classy, and don't you go change it.